welcome back, everyone, to There Will Be Dungeons. We are in the thick of it right now, and we're excited to get back to it. Thank you all for your patience. We were off for a couple of weeks there, but we're back, and we're ready to kick butt and destroy fools. Uh, I'm Scott with Bo and John and Kristen and Kyle. And uh, a reminder that this show is brought to you in part by our friends at phoenixpearltea.com. Go get yourself a nice matcha tea or whatever you want to get, but probably get the ones that are based on our campaign because they're actually really good over at phoenixpearltea.com slash TWBD. Do that today. Without further ado, I give the baton to Kristen, who will catch us up on what happened last time on There Will Be Dungeons. Last time on There Will Be Dungeons, a brutal beatdown began. A ship shorted itself to Stanley's and down dove Team Evil, now with squirts. As Viral struck its serious, Hope, Stanley, and Nash battered blows on the rest, leaving them lifeless. But the fight was far from over. Appearing next was the principal. The voice told Hope to run, but with Stanley's vessel strung up and no one requesting resignation, the cuts commenced. Now rejoin our heroes as they pal around with the principal. Will Nash's dragon form deal devastating damage? How long can they hold against the horror? And will Stanley's dad dare to appear and push off the perpetrator? Stay tuned for the continuing conundrums and perilous pursuits of space. All right, Bo, we're in your good graces. All right, we pick things right up where we left off last week. We are in space. The ship known as the Fate Six, an elven airship that can travel through space, is currently being is currently caught in a magical net by a second, more uh, you know, uh, ship of the damned looking airship full of hell knights. Uh, it's ensnared in this magical bubble and is prevented from warping away. And from that sh- that 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 hell ship, um, these hell knights have have flown over onto the surface and are battling the ghost pirate elves uh, that make up the majority of the crew aboard the Fate Six. And while the din of battle rings out across space, but muffled style because it's space, um, the the our heroes battled. Uh, Team Evil, their their evil counterparts in this campaign, and have defeated them in, in many different ways. But the, the chrome, the chrome lich of the principal has emerged, and they're currently on the back foot, facing down their most fearsome opponent. Um, Stanley is currently stunned in place, having been hit with power word stun. <clears throat> Hope is facing down mano y mano the principal, and. Varel is rushing on, rushing to assist. He's nearby, trying to uh, intercede in this in some way. And lastly, Nash Maggard is in dragon form, flying overhead, trying to uh, assist from the skies in some situation. And we are still in combat, um, which I believe we ended last week at the end of the round. And uh, we had a, a little bit of a conversation between the two. So, Hope, I'm going to throw it over to you uh, at the top of the turn order here uh, to decide what to do first in today's game. She's just going to keep slashing away. All right. Then slash away, warrior. First attack is an 18. Okay. Uh, oh, let me get my... 
So many windows. Let's get the sheet up here. Make sure I have it right. Where's my armor class? I was using this. It's a 18, you said? It's yes. a hit. Cool. Eight piercing damage. Okay. Are there any other damages along with that? 14 cold damage. Eight piercing, 14 cold. Okay, so the, um, <clears throat> and which weapon are you using? The plus two dagger. Plus two dagger, perfect. Okay. Um, eight. Okay, so the cold is halved. As you as you attempt to, to cut him again, it just scratches along the surface of his chrome, digging in not very deeply. As you as you make your attack, cool. She'll continue with her last two attacks. Okay, make those rolls and damage rolls, please. All right, first one is a twenty-six. Second one is a sixteen. Yep, uh, first one's a hit. Second one is not. All right, that damage is nine piercing. Mm-hmm. And then if we're having the cold damage, six. Okay, perfect. Yeah, the cold damage is have the piercing because it's from a non-magical or from a magical weapon. Um, <clears throat> does not. Okay, perfect. Now we move to Stanley. Um, oh, is there anything else you'd like to do, say? Nope, not at all. All right, then we move to Stanley, who has been hit with the spell Power Word Stun, stunning him for, uh, I believe it is, uh, you, forever, and, and you're making the... <laughs> 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 um, it is forever. Uh, you must make a constitution saving throw at the end of your turns. Okay, so let's do a constitution saving throw. It's a 10. Okay, you remain stunned. Varel, you see um, Stanley um, in front of him, like, just standing in place, confused. Hope is slashing with her knife furiously. You were standing to the side of this altercation. And I actually think by about this time, if, if I remember correctly, diplomacy would fly back to try and go into Stanley's hand and not being able to take it would fall down next to his feet. Okay, so diplomacy falls to the floor, sadly. Hmm. And the beam is coming from the other spaceship? Yes, there's a, there's like, it's like almost like a lasso effect where it's sort of narrow and then widens around your ship. It's not depicted on the, the, the play map. How are the elves faring in their battles against the Hell Knights? Um, it's, they're in the belly of the beast. It's difficult to say, but one thing's for certain that the elves seem to be holding their own, but the hordes of the hell knights are continuing to run across the two large chains shackling the two ships together. Um, and their numbers seem endless. Thankfully, when the hell knights die and erupt in, into flames, uh, the ghost elves are fairly impervious to this, uh, not being of flesh. And the beast. These spire chains, I assume, are gigantic that have shot our ship and harpooned it. Yeah, they're big enough to run across. Does the does the ship above have any guns on it? 
not that you, well actually when you look at the the enemy ship you see that it does have uh, cannons and the like like holes along the side where there would be um, some kind of cannons looking uh, you know edgy and gothic um, but they're not in use <clears throat> your ship has not been shot they're mm. in the process of being boarded and we are because uh, I've already given this guy a, a slapping perhaps we're all we're all kind of stabbing. Stanley's locked down, and it doesn't look like the principal's taking much damage. He's a giant skull right now, correct? So he is the same. He's mostly the same in appearance as he was previously described. So he's a large, you know, Thanos-like body shape, but made entirely of chrome. Uh, he has blue ley lines, and where his chest, where his head was a normal head, like you see depicted in the art that uh, Kevin Schultz, the listener, drew. Um, oh, cool! I didn't know that was one yeah. of our people. That's awesome. Yeah, that's uh, that's fan art we're using for his token. Um, the the his head is now a skull, so it's just it's been remolded into a skull uh, that's attached. It, it doesn't really have so much as a neck as it just kind of in like necklace in the head of uh, the skull. And there's a crown of chrome. Just it's not a separate thing. It's just shaped that there's a crown atop his head as well. All right. I would like to use my fantastic barbarian run speed to run up the plank, across the chain, into the enemy ship, find a cannon, and fire it at the principal. Okay. Um, do it. Excellent. I will begin. All right. So you make your run. It's 40 feet, and I'm assuming it's, there's dash action involved. Yeah, so I'm going to run to here uh, to... Let me get my pingarino here. I would make it here on the first move. All right. And then I could make it onto the ship with the next move if you'll allow me perhaps strength to bull through these various foes. Yeah, so what I was going to say is you run... You, you break off from combat and run up the ship towards one of the chains. You leap down epic style. And as you run, charge, you barrel down... Um, you see that there's a hell knight rushing across in the opposite direction, um, and you want to bowl that you want to bowl the hell knight over. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. keep moving. Just move right through him. Okay, we'll do. Uh, let's do a a strength contest. All right. Let's let's do that. Eighteen. All right, fourteen here. So you bowl him over as you sort of run. Do, do, do. Hit him in the shoulder. He doesn't take any damage, but he floats out into space as you continue running uh, across. And then a second Hell Knight uh, meets, greets you towards the top, and he's wearing he, he, this one does not wearing a helmet. He has a, a skull, flaming skull above his head, and as he goes as you charge him down. Let's do a strength contest. All right, twenty-one. Yep, seven here. You bowl him over right like this one. You just football style. Flip him, flip him over uh, your head, and he falls backwards, flying through the through space again. Does two of them float out? You make your way across, and you're now upon the ledge. I don't know if we're at your full forty feet yet. I, I don't think we are. Let me grab for my points Check here. Over here, you know, like let's say 30, 10, 10, 20. Yeah, so I could make it to to this point. You're at twenty five feet, so fifteen more feet of movement. Excellent. Are so the cannons? Are they on the top of the ship, or are they like down? They're they're below deck, so you'll okay. have to hit a stairwell, um, which you can see. We'll call the stairwell here. Uh, this this thing is a stairwell. Excellent. If it goes down that way, I'll do a leap over the railing to land on the stairs and then turn 
and next turn I will continue my perfect. My run you're in the, the you're in the enemy ship, and inside the enemy ship there there's hordes of of hell knights uh, awaiting uh, to board. So now you're you're rushing past a massive army of enemies. Perfect. Um, okay. Uh, so Sterius, I still have as maybe making death yeah, saves. Yeah, he's doing death saves. Hold on, I'll, I'll do it. Let's. Uh, uh, I'm having a hard time reading my robe, but I think that's two fails or no, it's two saves. Two fails. On, me, it's two uh, fails. Pull him up here. I put I put check marks for saves, X's for fails. So. Uh, I actually don't have him with any fail. Oh, because he got brought back up again, so he did have failures. This is his first death save post going mm. down a second time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he got knocked down, but then he got up again. Yeah. Because of Dr. Spider's uh, last one. 10, I believe, is a success, right? Mm hmm. Okay. Got it. That's one. Ain't success. nothing going to keep him down. Yeah. I am. Perfect. Um, Dr. Spider, I think I have you. No, or is he dead? Hang on. Nope. I've got two. Let's go instead. I've got one failure at, at the <laughs> That's moment. That's what I thought. Yeah. What does it say about me that the two characters I have have both died in the last couple of weeks? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't know I what that says. <laughs> don't think about it too hard. Yeah. <laughs> Try not to. You got to save, uh, Dr. Spider? Yep, 16. So I'm at one success, one failure. All right, perfect. Let me make sure. Just my check marks and X's aren't clearly sorted, so they kind of bleed into each other. Um, yeah, so Blood Skunk no longer squirts. Um, well, she's, she's gone as well. Uh, Nash... Yes, sir. <laughs> You're up. Okay, well, this is actually fortuitous because Kyle is going to be in my way for what I want to do, but now he isn't, so he won't be harmed. Um, awesome. I am going... Oh, these two people on top of me, I assume they're below me. They're actually below fighting me? under me, right? Because I'm up above, right? Yeah, they're... they're yeah, they're on... They're okay, okay. Me. No, it's so totally fine. It's so we can see him. Um, okay, so... I want to go right to the heart of the beast here, and using my current uh, black dragon form, I'm going to sh- uh, blow some uh, freaking acid breath all over him. And uh, oh, real quick here, uh, each creature in the dragon's choice 120 feet. I was trying to understand this thing. Succeed in DC six. That's an action, though. Okay. Okay, Brian, or, uh, you'll have to help me with this, Bo, because I don't know if it's a free free action or not. Okay. I have this thing called Frightful Presence in dragon form as an adult, um, where um, I, each creature in the dragon's choice uh, that is within 120 feet of the dragon and aware of it must succeed on DC 16 wisdom saving throws or become frightened for one minute. A creature can repeat the saving throw at the end of each turn, ending uh, the effect on itself on a success roll the creature yeah. saving throws blah, 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 blah. so is that is that just something so, i'm doing or do i have to an, roll that's for an that? action you can pick that as you're at i'm going to do like it's it's like think of it as a class feature and okay. not so much as a spell right you're not casting frightful presence but you are going to use your feature frightful presence and go ah and scare every uh, one you choose it's not it says each creature within 120 feet so you could you could attempt to do it to the Hell, hell Knights as well and, and other other things. Yeah, so I'm just thinking that might give us an advantage. It's either that or I just do, try to do direct damage and that never works for me and he's a huge boss. So, alright, I'm going to try the I'm going to try the Frightful Presence. Uh, 120 feet, I will, I will want to include, and it, there's no limit it says here, so as many Hell Knights that are in that 
radius I would like to affect with this. And that okay. means you're going to have to do uh, a lot of saving throws. Yeah, so it's, let's, when you measure out 120 feet, because it's probably going to be all of them. Okay. Um, let me see here. Might be everybody. Now, can you tell me, is it that can see you? Uh, it says 120 feet uh, and aware of it, m- meaning they have to be aware of me. I assume they all are. Um, all right. That's so it. everything so. depicted on the map is like the, the map isn't even big enough to cover the 120 feet. So it's everybody like, to, to the west on the map is like is one from where you are to the west of the map is 120 feet. So it's pretty much everything on the battle. Everything. Yeah. Everything okay. within the range of what's happening here on these two ships in space. Uh, we'll hear this frightful, crazy roar. Uh, but of course it doesn't have it's people you choose. So you can obviously choose for it to avoid your friendlies as well yeah so i want to and that's what i would do is i would choose everybody but friendlies including the elves that are fighting with us okay. um so let me take a look here. adult black dragon it's the um, first time i've used it so i'm, I'm a little cautious you see it on a dc 16 wisdom savings for become frightened for one minute yeah okay so let's uh there are a lot of hell knights so i'm not going to be rolling for each individual hell knight but what i'll do is i'll make a pool of rolls and We'll see what percentage of the Hell Knights. You know, how how deeply impactful on the Hell Knights this is. Awesome. Okay. And this is, sorry, it's a wisdom. Wisdom. Yeah, wisdom. You got to save on a 16 or better. On a 16 or better? Yeah. Okay. So I'm just calculating my dice here too. All right, so 40% of them succumb Sweet. to... To that, so uh, that gives tremendous adva- advantage. As like the ghost elves fight, you let out a tremendous roar. Can we? Can you give us your frightful roar? Yes. Uh, here it comes. Uh, hold on a second. Let's see. Do I have anything handy? Oh, maybe you can do it with your. Here, here I'll do it. There, that's the sound <laughs> I make. Super scary. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you, you, your, your dragon form lets out a giant yell. Uh, and the the creatures around um, the Hell Knights uh, begin to, to falter. Some of them like look in, 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 in frightfulness, and then they get stabbed in the face by a ghost elf, and they burn into embers. Sweet. You know, as as it helps give an advantage. So I'm actually going to thin out some of your uh, opponents here on the map real quickly, uh, as soon as I'm able to pick things. And Georges looks to you and goes, Georges. <laughs> It's like a battle cry. He raises his hand. Okay. Uh, thrilled that you're helping out. And that thins out the numbers. Uh, Varel, that's true of you as you sort of run through the ship and you, you, you're you about to be, like, taken by, you know, like football tackled by a bunch. They hear the roar and they, they pause for a moment looking around to see the danger, which allows you the time to thread through more people uh, as the roar echoes throughout the ship on your end as well. Awesome. Um, yeah. Okay, so uh, that being the case, uh, anything else you'd like to do with your turn? Before uh, we move no forward? movement, or else I'll, I, I, I assume. Uh, how far above everybody am I? I don't remember what we did. Like, am I going to get an opportunity attack uh, from Zippy? If I'm no, we, I think I don't remember exactly what your verticality is, but I'm pretty sure you were flying and not within a AOL range. Okay. Um, in that case, let me just make sure. Um. I will stay there. I'll stay there. Black Dragon is staying where he's at. 
Okay, perfect. So you're gonna stay there up in the ship, and now, yeah. uh, <laughs> the now having taken some abuse, uh, you, you know, the, the yelling and the slashing from from Hope, uh, the principal um, then takes his turn. One sec, just doing technical things as quickly as I possibly can in order not to lose the momentum of everything that we're. Hi, can you hear me? Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm going through. All right. So as you go to take, uh, as you as you slash um, him with the knife, hope shing shing shing. He's just he, he, he takes the cuts. You see the cold sort of lightly surfaced on the top, uh, but he's just this unrelenting Terminator as he reaches out his hand to grab you to grapple you by the neck, um, and he says. <sighs> Don't resist, little one. And he, he and we're gonna do a grapple contest as he grabs you by the neck. That sounded awesome, by the way. <laughs> that is so cool. I rolled a one. Apparently, hope's not resisting. <laughs> oh, what's your what's your modifier with the uh, with the with what's the roll total? It's a not plus five, so a six. Okay. All right. I guess it'd be sad to know the roll's pretty low. I guess in the tens, it's uh, seven plus. Uh, yeah, so fifteen would be the roll. Um, yeah. Okay. So he grabs you by the neck, and you're now grappled uh, as as he has you, um, and he lifts you off the ground, and then he says, "Oh, wait, where's the button?" If you resist, it will be more painful. This will be over soon. And with that, he takes his arm and uh, this chrome arm and he grabs your chrome arm as he has you, you know, in a chokehold, uh, lifting you. He, ta- he takes um, he takes your hand, your 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 voice hand. And then liquid his, tr- his hand turns to liquid chrome as it begins covering your hand. And then forming into this big sort of bulbous, bubbling um, uh, chrome mass upon your hand. And and then light, blue ley line light begins shining through. And that'll be his turn. That seems bad. All right. Seems really bad. Yeah. Uh, We now move back up to Hope. It is your turn. You are grappled, not just by the neck, but you also have uh, now, uh, you are attached in some way by by your your cold hand. He didn't even bother to remove the knife. The knife is in there. And you have liquid chrome uh, with blue ley line light uh, enveloping your hand. Okay, I'm just having some thought here, so... So it's going to be mm-hmm. a little quiet. Yeah, let's take some time. Do you want him to just say some lines while, he, while he's doing it? Totally up to you, but he doesn't have to. I just Don't resist hope. There's no abilities on your character sheet that can take me. <laughs> <laughs> this is happening. <laughs> the thing is, the voice is so good that it's it's so disconnected from Bo that it seems like he hired an actor to just say yeah. the things that he wanted <laughs> yeah. to say. Totally so good. anytime he says anything super specific to us, I'm like, oh no! Yeah. <laughs> Who's this man? Yeah, it's weird. Un- unworldly. I love it. Badass. Yeah. 
Should do a whole teleplay, Bo. Maybe like the Transformers the audio play. Yeah. It is very like transformery. Like a cool transformer. Can you say Optimus <laughs> real frustrated? Optimus. <laughs> <laughs> that, I, I, I don't know if that works or not. It's, say, say more. I'll like, get you, Autobots. Say, say uh, more like Optimus Crime. Say that. More like Optimus Crime, you pathetic cretin. See, <laughs> powerful. Yeah, take that, Michael Bay. We just made one better movie than all yours combined. Say, I will crush you with my skeletal hand. <laughs> I will crush you with my skeletal hand. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah. That kind of a worse menacing. There's a little yeah. worse right. thing going um, on. Okay, I think I've got something. Can I try to use acrobatics to wiggle out? Yeah. Um, wiggling. You can try to use acrobatics to wiggle out uh, of the grapple. Uh, the hand situation, you'd have to also put yourself out. So, because DC will be, this will be quite challenging for you. Okay. Um, how skinny are elven arms? Pardon me? How skinny are elven arms? How skinny are elven arms? Well, they're pretty, they can be pretty thin. Depends how much muscles they have. Yeah, so their life. Yeah. So if she can do change appearance, so she's gonna try and wiggle out of the grapple after transforming into a very lithe elf to see if uh, going super skinny can get the arm out, give it enough space to pull it out. Okay. What to change uh, shape? Does it require any action economy? I think it's a free action, but let me check the necklace. Okay, I'll help look too. I'm. Where's Hope's character sheet? Uh, looks like cast the spell at will. So it would be a free like at okay. Um... Yeah, because I think I probably made this, so I would have intended at will to literally mean, like, no. That's a 4E term. Necklace of Infinite Appearances. You may cast a spell, alter self at will. Oh, it's casting the spell, alter self. Okay. Yeah. So at will just means there's no charges. It's, it's infinite here. Um, alter self. We look up alter self. Because I can't change my size. But no, like if it's an, making it's your an arm illusory skinnier. thing. Yeah. It, I think it's an illusory thing. So hang on, here's the spell. You assume a different form, you cast a spell, choose one of the following options, the effects of which last for the duration. You can turn into an aquatic thing. Aquatic? Aquatic. Aquatic. Change appearance. Aquatic. <laughs> uh, you decide what you look like. You can make yourself appear as a member of another race, though none of your stats change. You can't appear as a creature of a different size than you, but your basic shape stays, stays the same. Um, so it is a one action casting time. Yeah. And you can change height, weight and stuff just as long as the general size stays the same. Like you can't. Yeah. Like none of your stats or rules are affected, I guess. uh, Yeah. In any way, unless you go with natural weapons, which is another way to alter yourself. Uh, You can give yourself uh, Varel style weapons of of some kind. Vines, horns, fangs, claws. But, um, 
it, it, the action economy is an action to this. So, um, unless you have action surge available to, to do I both. Do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because we had that long rest. Okay, so that's what she's going to do. She's going to use acrobatics to try and wiggle out. And as she wiggles out, she's going to transform into a very lithe elven woman. Okay, you turn into a very lithe elven woman. Got it. Um, so what happens? Uh, is it is there a look to the... Is it just an Elhandari elf? Is it an Elsa-looking elf? Is it Tyrande? Tyrande <laughs> <laughs> <Or> crazy... <laughs> Crazy Um No, just a tall, blonde, classic-looking elf. Okay, classic blonde elf. Yeah, I fantasy uh, was the coast. Blonde elf. All right, yeah, you transform. In those old '80s drawing. Yeah. Classically blonde elf. All right, and then 18 for the acrobatics roll. 18 for the acrobatics roll. So you you transform into an elf, and then you you grab uh, on. Try and pull with the hand at the same time as you try and uh, wiggle your way through the hand, but the the, the cold chrome hand of of um, the principal, uh, its fingers just find each time you try to find a way to pull your head through. Um, it just closes whatever gaps and whatever give you have, and you you, you continue to struggle to get out as the bulbous uh, chrome mass on your hand grows, shrinks, and expands and. Brum, 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 and agitates. Cool. All right, Stanley, uh, your constitution saving throw. Maybe Let's do it. It's a dirty 20. Ooh. A dirty 20. Um, uh, trying to think of what the... I Just let me look up the... Bell DC. Okay. And it's at the end of my turn, so if this breaks me free, it's still the end of my turn, I believe. Right? Just looking for uh, where is it? Casting deep proficiency would be. Can someone just remind me the oh spell save these? Okay, what did you roll? Uh, dirty twenty. Uh, okay, you are clear of the stun. Okay. So you 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 sort of snap out of, you sort of snap out of the stun, and you you look. The first thing you see is. Hope lifted off the ground with one hand, and then the Chrome's uh, the principal's other hand has enveloped her hand with this large bulbous Chrome mass. Okay, um, but, but it was at the end of, the of my turn that I did the save, right? So that's that's uh, yeah. Power word, okay. word stun is an eighth level power spell, and it is definitely uh, at the end of each of your. Okay. Cool. Um, okay. Right. So the uh, next person is Sterius with the death saves. Let's. Do it! Come on, Sterius. What you got? Oh, no, that's a failure with the three. Okay, so Sterius is at one fail, one pass. Yep. Dr. Spider, you're up with the death saves. All right. Fourteen. All right, that's a save. It sounds like a save to me. Um, all right, next up is Nash. Okay. Oh, we skipped Varel. Oh, you did skip Varel. We did skip. I did skip Pharrell. I am sorry, Pharrell. Do, you can do him. He's essentially ahead of me, so you're good. Yeah, yeah no, no, it's it's because there's been modifications to the same battle order for a while. <laughs> so I've got a lot yeah. of scribbles. So I skipped over. Um, you are aboard the boat. 
Yes. I am in my rage. This is a rage-fueled idea. So okay. I am. Uh, I assume that the roar is because I'm so awesome that mm -hmm. I made it on the ship and they're all terribly afraid of my visage. Yes. And I am <laughs> propelling myself towards anything that looks like a weapon, a button, a if the chains can be whatever whatever I encounter here in the belly of the yeah. ship. As soon as you get down in this sort of galley area, you see like the the row of of uh, cannons uh, lined up outside the windows for the cannon the cannon portholes. Um, you know they, they're ornate. They look like you know uh, just very gothic stone um, cannons. You don't know what they're shooting or how they work, but you can kind of see that there's a mechanism atop them. And you've seen enough guns and triggers to notice that there's like this large handle at the back of them that's all um, ornate with like demons' faces and skulls, and has uh, like this large, distinct ivory-looking trigger to contrast the rest of the black upon the large cannons. Uh, so they, you recognize a gun handle and a trigger when you see one, although I don't know if you've ever used one. Um, and they're lined up there as as the the hell knights around you look fearfully uh, around for what, what what a dragon that might be coming to attack them. Mostly this is an undecorated hold for the the masses of Hell's army to occupy while they get shipped to whatever war they're going to fight. Okay. I will run over to one of I mean I've I've seen hope so my rage will subside. As I have found my quarry, I will. That's, that's poetic. <laughs> I will gra grab onto it, whatever you know, whatever controls are in front of me. I've seen Hope now operate uh, the flying motorcycles. I've seen her use guns. I'm familiar enough with like buttons go boom, and I will grab <laughs> yeah, the yeah. two handles and try to frame it up on the principal and press whatever I can. All right, uh, so you're gonna frame it up. You're gonna press whatever you can. Uh, so let's just, I just want to, you described it really well cinematically, right? Like you grab both of them, you aim it. So there's that shot of the POV where the, the iron sight is getting lined up and then you see the principal anime style and it zooms in a little bit and there's wind and you, there's like this look of your Varel face going like, ah, and the trigger is your finger closes in and then there's your face going, ah, you know, and the, the trigger yeah. holding and, and then tick. And then all the music cuts out for a quick second as the click hits, and and this large kaboom as you get blown back. Make a uh, Constitution saving throw, please. All right. And Nash goes. Uh -huh. Just kidding. <laughs> Twenty-one. <laughs> Twenty-one. Perfect. So instead of you getting blown back, the gun actually lifts off the ground, and you got to hold it and slam yes. it back down on the ground as a large boom emerges from the ship and flies at the principal. Um, dealing untold amounts of force and fire damage. Now I've got to look at the... Uh, oh, you got to roll that. I, okay, so roll 6d6 uh, for me, please. 3d6 of it's fire, 3d6 of it is slashing for... Or bludgeon. It's a cannon. Bludgeon, please. All right. 19 damage. And it'll be... 10 of the first yeah, and 9 of the second. So I think the second one was bludgeoning. I forget what the, sec the first one was. Okay, so the bludgeoning is halved. And the um, the fire is uh, 
Sorry, one second. Looking up. Yeah, the fire uh, just seems to, to to roll off him. So as this thing hits, it makes a big kaboom uh, off of his back. There's this large explosion. Smoke clears quickly, and you see the unmoved, unchanged form of the principal. But he looks back towards you, uh, and with one eye out of the corner of his eye, and uh, and as as he does that, he says, oh, "One second, sorry, it's not quick <laughs> to switch back and forth between." He says, um... What manner of insolence is this? And I say back, the greatest of the time, Varels, and I fire again for I get two attacks. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, cool, 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 cool. You fire again, roll your 66. I guess we should be doing attack roll. Roll your attack roll, please. Add your dex. Since it's aiming its dex and... uh, Oh, natty 20! Nice! Oh. See, there you go. You get double dice. All right, then roll uh, 12d6, please. 66 bludgeoning, 66 fire. All right. That's because he said a cool line before he fired. Yep. 36. That would be... Fifteen of it is the fire. The so 36 okay. total. Fifteen to the fire and... Like 21 bludgeoning? Yep. 21 bludgeoning. All right. All right, perfect. So this, you take this second shot, and this one hits him square on, right in his face, right in his stupid face, because his skull's stupid face, because he's turned around, and it hits him. And this, this one does rock him, because uh, you see his body rock and hope move around a little bit as this one hits as a large explosion of fire and shrapnel. The smoke clears quickly, and after this shot, there is, like, pieces, there's chunks of shrapnel and pieces of the the cannonball that is smashed into a hundred pieces as it's hit him like all dotted throughout and piercing in his body and this has done damage and and he goes (laughs) wow (laughs) and and um as it hits him he sort of drops to one knee a bit but still holding on to hope um he hasn't broken his grasp of her and in uh he turns his attention back to her in desperation as this has damaged him and he realizes his time you can kind of tell his time to, to, to conduct whatever he's here to conduct is limited is that uh, is that everything for you Varel? yeah that's <laughs> that's enough all for right. me is that all? Yep. <laughs> Nash uh, you're up next okay I'd like to turn on him and let's go with the acid breath yeah, so down, yeah uh, melt them. I'm gonna go aim down and and away from. I can't help all these. Some of these elves are gonna get hit, maybe, but I'm 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 aiming to not hit uh, either of my compatriots to the north here. I think it's just a straight line, right? Um. Oh yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. You're right. Uh, that shouldn't affect them even. Well, actually, if I do straight well, line, it'll only affect dude in the back. And we don't yeah, like him we'll anyway. A uh, hell knight we don't care about. Yeah, we don't care about that. All right, so acid breath. Uh, here we go. Everybody needs to make a DC 18 dexterity saving throw within that line. All right, let me have a look at the map here. Everyone, so you're doing that across, right? I'm doing it through like, the principal, and but I wanted to hit him and then the hell knight behind him. Okay, uh, it makes, it makes On sense. On the far here. east, that uh, guy. Sure, if I were to draw it out might look like this except yes. not 
yellow. Yeah. And more cool looking. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be way cooler, but it's okay. <laughs> Wait, how many feet is it? Uh, it's a total of, sorry, I just saw it. Was it 30? Uh, 60 foot, sorry. 60 foot, five foot wide. 60, 60 foot, foot, one, two, three, four, five. Okay, that's 30. Two, three, five, seven, eight, 10, 11, 12. All right. Um, okay, so you fire it, you fire it out, and let me get the, it's the saving throws that we need to make. Yep, here we need 18. So, Dex at 18. Um, all right. So, first, we're going to roll for that Hell Knight guy. In Hell Knight. Uh, you go first. Okay, it's a hit. Okay, and now for the uh, for the principal. We just doing any kind of saving there? throw? <laughs> <laughs> huh? No, you're good. All right. Some table chatter. Uh, um, what was the target? Sorry. Sorry. Uh, oh, eighteen. Eighteen. Sorry, yeah. Dex eighteen. Yeah. Okay, so it's a failure for both. Or sorry, it's a win for the Hell Knight, but the Lich failed. Oh. Or the, the Chrome Lich of the principal failed. Um, so Sweet. roll your damage. All right. Incoming. Uh, sorry, I lost what it was. It is... Uh, that's Frightful Presence stuff. Why can't I find it? Oh, here it is. 12d8. You ready for this? 12d8. <laughs> yeah. Here. Oh, well, roll your 12 to 8 then, buddy. 2, 3, 4, 5, <laughs> 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Okay, 12 D8s. Here comes. <laughs> 53 Ooh. points of acid dam- damage. Sorry, 53? Yeah. That's an acid. Let me check his. Melt him. Melt him. Melt him. Okay, it takes the full front of the acid damage as you barf out fiery acid. <laughs> And uh, you hear, uh, this time you hear an even <laughs> more intense yell. As <laughs> All right. And then <laughs> as the acid hits him and then it looks like it's melting pieces of his chrome away as his like as a little droplets, uh, silver droplets form out and his skull becomes ragged and haggard and, 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 and sunken in uh, but he's still got a hold of hope and in, um, is there anything else you'd like to do so did the did the so it would be clear to me that the, he seems to be a little vulnerable to acid is what I would take from that right there was no resistance to your damage and he's been res- resisting a lot of damage that's been done to him thus okay. far Okay. Uh, then no I will stay there for possible additional dragon shenanigans, or as I like to call them, dragonins. Okay, and you stay there for possible dragonins. Yep. Uh, at the end of your turn, the the principal takes a legendary action, and as um, the the acid burns him down to a near almost like it, it sunken in half skeleton creature, a hole opens up in the back of his in his back. Just this like this chrome lowers down, and a hole opens up. And a um, featureless corpse steaming pops out of his back and slops on the floor as well as a second one. When I say featureless, there's no mouth, eyes, uh, the fingers and feet are barely grown in. There's no genitalia. It's just sort of this steaming corpse that looks hot and warm and, and the hair on it is wet as both the corpses pop out and just splat on the floor. And then his chrome appears to regenerate 
there's this large, um, these large, these large cone, not cones, but like exhaust, like steam exhaust comes out of these other holes through his body and it goes, and it seems to regenerate his chrome figure as these two corpses get pop ejected out of his back. And then he turns to hope for his turn with renewed vigor. And he says, he says to you, he says, we are out of time for this. No more games. And um, the, on your on your arm, it moves like the the it's attached to your your voice arm. The chrome um, molds down into the shape of your hand and his hand, like clasped, and it's sealed tightly. And it starts to agitate quickly. And he goes, Orish and. And, 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 and your hands, also other words. Additionally, I'd like and your, to say. And your, your hands begin to like shake, like both your hands together. It's at you. You're like, ah, and he's holding. Um, he, he drops the grapple from your neck and he grafts onto his own arm. And he's like, you go, you know, another principle. Yeah, he goes, and, and, there's an explosion that happens inside the hand. Um, so we need to go to the rules for your hand and look at what happens when the hand becomes removed. Love that voice, man. That's so yeah. It's real good. I feel like I'm uh, lying down Neo's throat. Yeah. That's very good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's a good way of putting it. All right. Hand of the voice. Um, where does it say here? Sure, it says something that happens. Oh, that Neo thing is so specific, Kyle. <laughs> I didn't think about it until you said it. Now it's, I can totally hear it. My brain was already there because, you know, ejecting a bunch of naked people uh, <laughs> got me in that space. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't my eyes work? <laughs> okay, it um, just says if that your hand is removed, you die. Yeah. Um, so the hand becomes removed and you begin to, uh, you drop to the floor. Like, so immediately what everyone sees is that there's a, there's this large, like explosion that's seemingly contained within the chrome. So, so it goes, but inside makes no noise, but your hand gets lopped off there and then you slide out and then you're, you, you, you slowly begin to go and you've dropped to zero hit points and hit the ground. Damn. As you fall down. And then from the from from the principal's hand, there's now this sort of opening where he has um, blood uh, dripping out, and he just his hand looks like it just swallows it and remolds back into his hand. Um, you are you, so you've dropped to zero hit points. Um, you're not down and out. You can still do death saves and all that. Um, so. You, you, you drop. You just you drop straight to zero. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Um, the principal stands up and faces you, Nash. And so as you're flying around in dragon form, waiting for your dragon shenanigans to start, he looks to you. Uh, he stands up, looks to you, and he says, "My son, it's time to return home." Ugh. Nash will not know he what to make of that. You. He says that to you. 
I have allowed this game of yours to be played for long enough. By now, you must have found yourself. Uh, I, I have made new... Oh. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean to interrupt. I didn't know you were going to say I didn't realize you were going to say something. You go first. You know, at least he's a polite guy. Yeah, so oh, that's so funny. I feel kind of bad now. You know, I'm okay with it. I got what I wanted. You can go ahead. Yeah, you go ahead. At least I can do. I would say uh, Nash would go, You speak gibberish. I'm no one's son. Nash, your condition has addled your mind. Search your feelings. <laughs> you know it to be true. <laughs> I am your father, Nash. <laughs> I'd go, No! You killed him! And <laughs> it just picked it up. <laughs> And it went from not having a father to kill And we even have a hand missing. It's it's Hope, and she's in saving throw town, but she has no hand. Remember uh, that. All those years ago, I found you in the desert, broken, lost. And I set you upon the silver road, and you paid for the sins of man. And like the flesh god before me, I brought you back. For you to spread the word of the steel god. But my methods were lacking. And it left your mind the mess that it is. But the time for the new world of steel is nigh. And I will be God, and you are the Son of God, Jesus Chrome. Take your place with me on Earth, the center of the future of creation. He reaches out a hand and in, in anime style, like there's space and fighting in slow motion background and there's wind blowing, uh, you know, just pieces of flecks of space dust around. And he reaches out his silver hand to you, the same one that stole the hand from hope uh, in this way. He reaches out his hand and he says, come, my son, take your place at my side. Uh. I would go, I would pause anime style and I would go, no, I call bullshit. <laughs> anime style. Like classic Luke anime line. style, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, right, I'm um, not anything. And then I would, you know, I can't do anything. It's not my turn, but. It's your turn, Nash. All right, my I'd be very defiant at this idea. It's your combat. It's your combat turn, Nash. That's the yeah. right. So if you want to attack or do whatever you want, the the ball. Oh no, it's actually not your turn. No, no, no. I, yeah, I just his... had my turn. It's some. It's, we got yeah, to... sorry. Hope uh, death save, please. Uh, 
First one's a 16. All right. All right you got to save. All right, Stanley, yeah. you're up. Uh, Stanley's going to assume that Principal is preoccupied with his monologue looking at his, uh, his supposed son and is going to take a couple steps back just to be at range, but he would technically get an opportunity attack should he wish to take it. Um, and then uh, Stanley is going to take aim of the outstretched hand and fire disintegrate at the hand. Okay. Ooh. It is a dex 20 save for the principal. Dex 20 save. Okay. Let's see how this goes here. The old sheet open. Dexterity save. Okay. All right, it's a hit. It's a save is a fail, I should say. Okay, the principal takes 74 points of force damage to the arm. Uh, a thin green ray springs from your pointing finger to a target that you can see within range. The target can be a creature, an object, or a creation of magical force, such as a wall created with wall of force. The creature targeted must make the spell... The target is disintegrated if the damage leaves it with zero hit points. A disintegrated creature and everything it is wearing, carrying, except magic items are reduced to a pile of fine gray dust. Um, the spell automatic. I'm just going to read this just in case it matters with the principle. The spell automatically disintegrates a large or smaller non-magical object of a creation of magical force. If the target is a huge or larger object uh, or creation of force, the spell disintegrates a 10-foot cube portion of it. Um, I don't know if that has any impact on his chrome body. It's so interesting because the way I'm picturing, the way I'm, I'm thinking about what describing what's happening is, is going to be that you hit with it, so it's 74 force damage. Yeah. Yeah, force damage. Um, let me just check resistances real quick. I think it's going to be fine, though. Um, yeah, so it takes the full 74. You fire the beam through his chrome hand, and the chrome hand um, disintegrates immediately into like a fine particulate of chrome in the air, just like... Is it, and it, it's not that it just poofs it's like you drill in like a laser cutter like just as the and, and, you know it's instantaneous and then it, the laser slows down as it goes and then it passes through his hand and hits through his shoulder and his shoulder pieces of his shoulder just kind of float up into the air and he's uh, taken by surprise as he goes what no Oh, that sounded so cool. <laughs> it's an auto as, as it goes through, and his shock is there. And out of his hand, uh, a corpse soul, it, it molds up a bit, and this featureless corpse kind of pops out. And through his shoulder, uh, also a featureless sort of a tiefling corpse pops out. And and hits the ground, and he he struggles, and he's he hits the the, the side of the ship, completely disoriented, um, and trying to grasp uh, where he is. Um, and you just you hear him panting. He's going, <laughs> and um, yeah. What else would you like to do with your turn? Uh, I think that's gonna be it for the turn, though. Yeah, that'll be it. Okay. Um. All right. So we have a serious. Uh, <laughs> 
Or sorry, oh. we have Varel. Varel is up next. Uh, no, Asterius does have a death save. Or is it Varel first? No, it's, before it's that? supposed to be Varel next. Yeah. Okay. I skipped him last round. You're watching all this down, aim down sights after you shot him. Hope uh, went down. There's a bit little explosion in the hand, and uh, Stanley lasered him in the face. Did he hear this news about Lord Vader and me, or what? Yes, he did. Okay. Yeah, he could hear that. It was a very tense, dramatic moment where the entire universe was centered on this interaction. You also saw Nash spew fire on him, and the acid was quite effective. Okay. Uh, did Nash is still in the air, though, right above? Yeah, yes. still hovering there. Okay. Cool. Well, Stanley's, if Stanley's blasting, I'm going to blast again. Okay. Fire your blasts. All right. Firing blast. We came out blasting. <laughs> the luck may have run out on the range barbarian. <laughs> <laughs> A 10. <laughs> okay. Uh, roll with advantage. He's uh, staggered. Give yourself an advantage die. All right, all right. Let's do it again. <laughs> I should have done that initially. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's five. That's not a sympathy so. advantage die. That's a. Uh, it's yeah. He's staggered. Let's go with that ten. All right, ten. Um, so you fire, and if if shoots past his head, the the the, the ball, the cannonball, it's space. Uh, just flies out into space. Doesn't explode. Just disappears into the blackness. All right. Let's uh, let's let's do it again. Let's do it again. Ooh, here we go. 21. All right. Uh, perfect. It's a hit. Roll uh, 3d6 bludgeoning, 3d6 fire. <laughs> Smile, you son of a... Uh, 16. <laughs> that would be... 12 of that is the fire side. At 12 fire and 4 bludgeoning. Blood, bludgeoning. All right, perfect. So you hit, you hit him square in the face as the cannonball fires out and d- dings his face. It doesn't. It, it cracks like as you see it hit and explode. A, a chrome tooth goes and flies out, and it whips his head back violently. But he brings it back as he's trying to, with great effort, to reorient himself as it as it hits him in the face. And he goes and um, it it hits him there. Um, and he's even more on the back foot now. And he drops to a knee. Awesome. Uh, is that your turn? Do I have anything else going on around me in the ship? You feel shadows on your back. You're, you're concentrated on shooting. But you see shadows form around your periphery. Okay, cool. I will look over my shoulder, give a smile, and enter rage again and flame burst the area around me. Okay, you flame burst, and uh, just for dr- dramatic sake, uh, you turn around, you see that many of the Hell Knights have recovered from their shock, and others, like 40 Hell Knights, you know, it's kind of like a, a, a last Alamo stand kind of thing as the 40 Hell Knights uh, envelop you inside a, a, a pile. Because after, once this, once your turn is over, they jump you, and there's this large, like, one Hell Knight comes in and starts slashing. Another Hell Knight comes in and starts slashing, and you just rage. Oh! And all anyone can see uh, from the outside is just they can hear you battle cry um, and don't know what's going on inside. Um, awesome. All right. Uh, Sterius, you have a death save. Uh, succeeded Make? with a 16. Sterius lives to fight another day, potentially. Um, all right. Dr. Spider. Dr. Spider. 
13. We live. <laughs> like Dr. Spider any lives. spider I've ever fought. You think it's dead, but it isn't. All right. So well, that's great. And my so, death saving throws up in the crow's nest. So Sterius, so yeah, Sterius lives? Were we at two or three for Sterius? No, Sterius has only had two successes. Okay, Sterius is at two. Dr. Spider lives. Okay. Kind of happy about that. Bloodskunk is dead. Uh, I, I'm, I'm sad for any of those characters to die. They're amazing, but yeah. uh, hell, that's 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 life in D and D. Nash, you're up. Okay, so um, super raged out about this stupid news because I don't think it's true. So I'm going to um, do another frightful presence. Okay, and I would like to. It'll hit everybody once again. Except okay. those who I don't want it to, and it's wisdom sixteens. So, how do you want to do that? Okay. So, um, well, I'll do the same thing. I'll do the percentage of hell knights that are affected. Okay. So let's see here. So All right. It affects eighty percent of hell knights. So, Varel, <laughs> just as you're about, just, just as you're about to be uh, taken under, like you know, like uh, just picture like. Uh, this, this dog pile of hell knights trying to get get hold you down right mm-hmm. one after the other coming into the fray just trying to get you down you just go oh and they they weaken because as they try to get you they they, they think maybe oh shit there's a dragon uh, around my back and, and then during that moment of weakness you go bah! and knock them all off you and continue your your wrestling inside the ship um the ones aboard the ship begin getting slain in droves now as the ghost pirates find advantage from the frightful presence. And you really got to picture this as an Elden Ring dragon roar, right? The, the, Nash, you lower down before the principal, flapping your dragon wings and your, your big dragon face uh, just goes into his face as he's uh, melting from disintegration laser and cannon fire. And you just go, ah, so loud that ripples of space and time just all around the principal and while the hell knights frighten the principal is immune to it he looks at it almost passively panting through his breath as he looks up and he goes so much bluster my son let it out let it all out almost like a reassuring parent dad (laughs) he roared again (laughs) Hmm. So he's immune to that, is he? Yeah, he, he appears to be immune to the frightened uh, condition. Okay. Um. All right. I'm. I'll stay where I'm at, though. I'm not going to move. And th- there is a sort of poetry, and like you know, it's an angry temper tantrum child yelling at his parent, and the parent is just trying not to let it get to him, but uh, otherwise unaffected by it. Did you let all the, or did you clear out any affected? Um hell knights or the on the map i can't uh i didn't go through and do an audit but you the tide of ta- tide of battle uh is uh, is turning it's turning in our direction okay good enough yeah big time big time big time okay uh with that last turn in the round it's the principal's turn and he brings up his hand desperately and the rings upon his fingers begin to glow uh, and bef- and and slowly behind him the portal opens up again and he says this is your last chance, Nash. I have come for what I wanted. I have the hand that hid in Surrender's fist, and I will need that to paint the world in metal. You and your friends can join me in the new world 
as my generals. Should you have a change of heart, find me in the solar mines. I will be waiting. And with that, he falls backwards through the hole, damaged and limped. Uh, the, the large blue portal hole, the same one that he came through, he falls backwards like this. Damage from battle, and the portal closes. Great. And as that happens, um, the tides of battle turn, and the ghost elves, Uncle Sever's out there going like, Oh, I got him! Get him! Stab him! Oh, we're winning this battle for Elanda! Forth! And they, they rush down as the Hell Knights begin flying off the side, and, and as that happens, uh, we're just going to... We're gonna we're gonna sweep up the conclusion of this thing, Varel. You see the device that's creating uh, the the um, the bubble around the ship, and as you're battling untold countless uh, hell lights within, you give it one good swift solid kick, and it breaks the machine, making this dimple. And you give it another kick and bowling ball it into some hell lights. As you you then. Run up to the boat and make this giant leap. The bubble disappears, and you yell something to Uncle Sever about kicking the getting the ship out of here, which sounds like "Go!" <laughs> right. So you yell "Go" as you kick the ship off, and the Hell Knights get kicked off. Um, and Crooked Hand Row uh, runs to the control since Hope is not able to. Starts punching it in and punches it. And Captain, uh, you you have to give the go. Uh, uh, Crooked Hand Row says, we're ready to go! Uh, Stanley would be in the middle of healing Hope with a healing word to stabilize her real quick, and he would just look up and go, get us out of here! Alright, and he punches it, and Nash, you realize that you're not actually on the ship, so the ship starts leaving, so in your desperate maneuver, you clap on with your teeth to the back of the ship, and you, then the rift opens up, and boom, you're flying through rainbow void space, um, this large ship getting out of there as quickly as possible with a dragon hanging on by his teeth. That's Nash, just like, oh my god, <laughs> and you just want it to stop, but you know if you let go, you might be lost in the void forever, or go somewhere where Jeff Goldblum is hanging out and be stuck in that adventure. Yeah. Um, and I think that's where we'll leave it for the break. All right. Perfect nice. time. Take off and get away. <laughs> All right. We're going to go take a quick 10 minutes. Everybody go do the same. We'll be back soon. Stay tuned. Motion. I have difficulty with my emotion. Now we need to. <laughs> yeah, when's good. the beat going to drop? My gosh. Yeah. Good stuff. It's really good. It's fun stuff. I've been wanting to do that more, but it's actually like I have to use voice meter and I have to run it through OBS to feed the audio into the virtual cable of there's like four apps open to get it into discord <laughs> not yeah. just that app and i'm like i gotta i gotta use a mixer i gotta use obs and then i gotta pipe it in and i think there's some delay with my speech on video like my lips don't sync up yeah it makes your video speaking. your video well yeah. your audio just gets delayed on your face but yeah it's, it's not terrible well, all right it's yeah. worth the trade anyways it's well worth it's fun. it yeah. yeah i'm um, not gonna be using it for every npc but or, you know, the principal. Yeah, he's the principal. <laughs> it gives them a presence for sure. Uh, well, all right, we're all back, Actually, and uh, we're going to pick it right up where we were. Okay. Bo, uh, take it back away oh, sure. wherever we were. Uh, okay, I can be ready. One sec. Hello. Hi. <laughs> we're starting. Oh, no. <laughs> I got all the wrong windows open. All right, so the heroes are tunneling. You're tunneling through space, having escaped the encounter. And you're now in the throes of hyperspace. Um, 
Hope needs to be stabilized. She's down. Yeah, I cast the uh, healing word on her. 16 hit points restored. Okay, so uh, Hope, your eyes open and you're still amongst the living of this world as you see the rainbow space flying past overhead as you lie down staring up at the stars. She'll take a deep breath. She probably she knows the arm's gone now. Oh, that's great, though. Uh, and then she'll sit up and she'll look to Stanley and ask what what happened. Well, uh, after the principal took your arm, we fought. It looked like he took a decent bit of damage, but uh, ultimately he portaled away, as he tends to do. Varel got back on the ship, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he, he's the one that yelled "Go!" He 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 jumped and went "Go!" <laughs> I remember the "Go," but then I still see him over there on the map, and I was just like, "Well, wait a minute! Um, like, map did, is, he, did he make it over? We didn't just tear off without him." Right? Map is no longer up to date. We'll switch to the galaxy map since you're traversing. Oh, whoops! Is Nash being still pulled by his teeth, or am I in the boat? No, you're well. You're still being pulled, yes, by the teeth. Okay. You're, you're, you're in void space right now. You're a little worried. I guess maybe you could try and clamber your way on. You know, I won't make you stay there the whole travel. Well, if I'm not, unless I have to roll to keep a grip, I'll stay that way. I have a lot to think I won't about. Make, no, no. It's, well, okay. Yeah, no, it is It is a rough ride. Like, you, there's a lot of force. You're going to have to make an athletics check to pull yourself off or risk falling forever. All right, and let's do it and try it. Um, Black Dragon Athletics. Um, what do I do? Strength for that? Yeah, I don't think there's much danger in you falling off as long as you don't let go of your mouth. All right, here we go. I got a plus six, so let's do a 20. That would be uh, 22 or 21. Not Nothing natural about that. All right, yeah, great. So you, 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 you let your mouth pull your neck up so that your hands can reach the side of the ship. And you climb onto the ship one foot at a time until you get your bearings. And as soon as you're able to set foot in the ship, some sort of magical gravity field takes hold. And you feel pretty stable and easy walking along the ship. However, um, you know, it's not designed for dragons. So you end up, like, crushing a whole bunch of boxes as you step on. And <laughs> the ghost elves are, like, moving around you. And they're, like, just like, Ugh, like this isn't a great situation. And you clamber onto the ship. Uh, and there you are aboard it. I would uh, basically think tough shit. I'm going to stay in this form for a minute and I'm going to just, I'm not going to try to break anything, but I'll hold still. Crooked hand row yells up and he's like, be careful of the controls. If we break these, we'll be lost out here forever. You big dragon. (laughs) I'm not going anywhere. And I would just sort of sit still doggy, you know, kind of like a dog. (laughs) <laughs> he corrected that <laughs> just in time. <laughs> doggy style. Doggy style on the boat. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I saw, I saw where I was going. Took a quick turn. Course correction. That's really. Yeah. Well, all right. So you sit like a dog, yep. <laughs> or with a particular style to it, um, <laughs> aboard the boat. All right. I'll be deep in thought about this mess that we're in or that I'm in. Everyone else heard the father stuff, right? Oh, yeah. It echoed throughout the battlefield. Okay. Well, I'm not talking. passed out at that point. 
Oh, sorry. Everyone but Hope heard that. Anyone who was down. So Dr. Spider and, and Sterius didn't hear it. Now, uh, uh, so as you're getting your bearings, you, you do see some spidery eyes peer out from the top of the mast. Oh, I would, because that would, that would put me in defensive mode and I would, I would go, hey, that's spider oh. things up there. There'll be two hands that come up, then another two hands, then another two hands next to that. <laughs> Just to see where, because uh, I imagine some time has passed, I rolled another save for Sterius, and he did, in fact, save. So he is unconscious, okay. stable. Perfect. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's just, he's, he's unconscious for now, so not interactive. But Dr. Spider above, raising all of his hands. Um, uh, I'd go, security, secure that freaking bug. And I'd point at it with my <laughs> dragon hand. Right, so gorgeous Georges takes, he has this big sort of scimitar looking sword. He floats up and he points the sword at at Dr. Spider, right under his nose. Or, I guess he doesn't have a nose, but his spidery nose area. Gorgeous, Georges! Good evening. Might I be of service to those in pain? (laughs) (laughs) Great way to ingratiate yourself. I love that uh, it's a uncle, question. Does this ship have a brig of any kind? <clears throat> um, right, it does. Down below, some magical place. It's in the wood. There's a door for it. I can, I can put them in there. Uh, yeah. Let's get the two of. He'll look down and see, uh, see Sterius looking, you know, breathing but laying there. See two charred remains. Uh, let's get the spider and this uh, cow-looking fellow contained. Right. Fetch the rope. Crew hands, let's go. Uh, you spider up there. Make your way down here where we can see you. Oh, there's no need for that. I am quite subdued. Right. Descend. If I may, ah, uh, was it George's? Georges! Says gorgeous Georges. (laughs) I'm going to climb down now. Georges. And I decouple myself from my big baby minigun. Sort of leave it up in the crow's nest. Until next time, dearie. And walk (laughs) over the edge. Alright, you've got a doctor's coat on, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. I uh, <laughs> just want to picture picture it accurately. Are the um, sl- so are there uh, sleeves for every arm, for every arm that you have in that doctor's? Coat? Yes. Okay. Well, well, no. It's it, it it's there's the two big primary arms, and the other two kind of mostly do like kind of dangly stuff in front. Oh, so okay. Okay. There's only two arms in the coat, but there's other arms under the coat. Got it. But then I have the the large reflective, you know, pre pre war kind of oh the dish apparatus on my head. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you make your way down the mast, and uh, gorgeous Georges has the sword pointed, floating down alongside you to make sure you don't do anything bad. And then you make it down to the bottom where Uncle Sever and Stanley uh, greet you. And Sever goes, "All right, we've got to rope you up. Put your arms by your side." Very, very well indeed. 
All right, and then other ghost uh, pirates uh, approach and, and wrap you. You know, just like do the whole standard circle wrap of of where your arms are tied to your side, and they do the same. You know, it takes like four ghost elves to lift up Sterius to put the rope underneath, and they they wrap ropes on them, and they start dragging Sterius below decks. And at sword point, you feel a sword point, Doctor Spider, and gorgeous uh, Georges goes, gorgeous, gorgeous. Can I make? Like, yeah. Can I make a quick uh, medicine check on Hope? Because she was our main target, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'd like to view how she's doing on the ground. Okay. Uh, so for an assessment, yeah, do a medicine check. 23. Uh, so in your expert doctorly opinion, she has uh, just survived an amputation um, and a near-death experience, most likely. Uh, however, she seems to have recovered um, a sign of uh, great resilience. Um, there's also something different. Your demonic arachnoidica um, and, and, and academically doctorly perspective notes that there is something of a demeanor change with her. Something about her aura is different. Um, having spent time with her, you understood her aura to be uh, evil and duplicitous. And, and torturous and you can read her mood as somewhat shifted towards kind of a more gross nice area it's a little it's a bit disturbing and I'm peering over my spectacles give a hmm and as I'm hauled down into the brig if you require a second opinion I'll be in my office <laughs> All as right. he goes Stanley will say other protections, this one I have seen casting magic. Let's make sure he's uh, contained to uh, deal with that. If he needs to be gagged, by all means. Nephew, the room with which they'll be in will be well protected with wards, and your father will have an eye on them. Excellent. And, yeah, so they, what they do is they take him, at sword point, they take uh, Dr. Spider down, they drag by his feet, Sterius, down the stairs, his head going bunk, 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 bunk down each of the steps. And then towards the second floor, uh, underneath in the in, in the hold of the ship, um, there is a door on a wall that you would think on the other side would be the border of the ship. Like, how could there be a room on this door? And the door opens up, and there's this empty wood room, and they get dragged into there and the door gets closed and then the door vanishes has it been longer than a minute I assume since we yes. traveled okay yeah. cool yeah. no more rage no no not for rage um, this was uh, for squirts and uh, blood skunk I can do things if they were you know alive for or dead in the last minute but since that minute has passed yeah yeah uh, yeah <laughs> I mean, I don't know. If you want to make stuff out of their bones, I'm kind of going to be okay with it, I think. <laughs> Just because they're important characters, you know. The Blood Skunk Mace might be... The Legend of Blood Skunk will live on in the form of Varel's Mace or something like that. Uh, oh, oh, okay, cool. So then on... Um, on um, No, this is not for Varel. This is Dr. Spider. I would like to make a lie to my captor. Okay. To Stanley? Or which captor? Uh, whoever whoever put me in here. Like, there's ghost pirates. There's gorgeous Georges. Might be good at the. He might be a good target in your assessment. Okay, uh, Stanley I'll, I'll and for, Uncle Sever. Yeah, I'll go for Georges. Yeah. Uh, is there a brig door for me? 
Uh, well, it magically closes, but you can, um, let's say, after some time of, of figuring out how to knock in the right place, you do you, did, you do figure out how to get Gorgeous Georges's attention through the wall. Uh, gorgeous? Gorgeous Georges, if I may. Uh, my, com- my companions above, uh, they'll be lonely in their moments, and I do believe they should also be uh, apprehended and placed in here with me. Uh, for safekeeping. All right, make your persuasion or your lie roll or deception roll. Nine. Mm, okay, <laughs> that, that works. Um, you hear just like, gorgeous, and then you hear footsteps walk away. Now, Stanley, as you've made your way back up to the top to decide even how to react to things. Uh, uh, you, you, gorgeous Georges floats up to the top and he says to you, Georges! And he points to the body of Squirts and Blug Skunk and he's, Georges, Georges! Uh, what, what about them? Should we throw them off the side like we did with Nash's body? <laughs> Uncle, Uncle Sever steps in and he says, I think he's saying they should be put in the brig along with uh, our prisoners. No. I think that would be a bad idea. Mm, Georges. Georges, Georges, Georges. 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 Look at Uncle Sever. I think what he's trying to say is um, if we treat our prisoners as they would treat us, we become more like them. Now, even though they might be evil, they've, um, they're still family and friends and Perhaps it's to consider it the good thing to do to keep them together. And if they come back to life in some way, they're safer in the brig than out in space where they can return to whoever their master is. Oh, I did that last part. Not, not gorgeous. No offense, Georges. <laughs> All right. If the spider wants to play with their bodies, so be it. Can't get much worse than this. And he just sort of nudges the charred corpse of blood skunk. All right. So George just collects them, goes down the stairs in normal way because he's got real physical items now upon his person. And uh, Dr. Spider, the door opens and the charred, like a pile of charred remains, as well as bones of blood skunk get fired in. And you just see George just go, George's. And he closes the door. <laughs> Oh, you're oh, muted. muted. Oh, I'm sure oh, it was awesome, too. Thank you, Georges. Oh, my friends. Okay, we'll find out what happens with that, I guess. We're not gonna... <laughs> <laughs> I'm half expecting them to be resed as like a, a combined, like a squirts, blood skunk hybrid uh, creature, potentially. You, you never know. Blood skunk squirts. That's a great idea. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. It's a perfect combo, really. Yeah. The resilience and height of blood skunk, the everything else of squirts. Yep. Did anyone oh, get his arrows? Oh, but will have a barrel of arrows. Yeah, that's the thing. If those arrows are still on them, they're valuable. We should get no, them. No, they didn't. No. It's they not didn't. arrows. It's a we giant bag of tricks. We didn't take the arrows into the rig. <laughs> okay. It might be dumb to give the bodies to them. We're not that dumb. We're keeping your barrels of arrows in case we need them for yeah. something. Yeah. Aboard, aboard the deck, there is a bag of 1,000 arrows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, easily that many. 
But this is a anti-magic holding cell. Yes. There you so, go. They're dead. <laughs> they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you never know uh, what hell can conjure. Um, but anyways, uh, back to the heroes aboard the top. You are flying through rift space. Uh, you don't know what destination you're heading to. Uh, I mean, uh, I guess that's a good question. Who was it? Is Crooked Hand that plugged it in? Yeah, Crooked Hand uh, plugged in the coordinates. Uh, Crooked Hand, where are we headed at the moment? I know Hope was plugging in the coordinates for uh, Mars, but uh, has the heading changed? Um, no, I put the per- first coordinates in I could find uh, that I, th- I thought would make sense. It wasn't toward Mars, though. It was back towards Blastbelly Rock, just in case we were being followed. It was a decision in the moment. Uh, once we arrive there, then, then we can head off to Mars if, as soon as it's safe. That's fine. I think everybody could use a chance to rest and recover anyway. Which I would uh, recommend everybody do. Uh, Hope we can see about your arm after I've gotten a little refreshed, magically speaking. Yeah, I need to sleep. It's tired sounding, but it's a little happy. Very relieved. A weight has been lifted off of Hope's shoulders. Maybe you're going to sleep. Yeah, your body's also warm again. Yeah, she can feel heat. She can feel heat, and as you you know go to sleep with a blanket, it's the first time in she months. She smiles a little. That you felt comfort while sleeping, or comfort at all. All right, and Nash. Uh, after the hour or so elapses, I think you go back into heart, <laughs> heart, and what two legs for? No, he was regenerated. I was regenerated. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, he was. Re- he was regenerated. Was I yeah, completely regenerated at this point? He chose no hands. <laughs> I couldn't remember uh, if it was full or not. Was it full? Well, I don't know. It was gonna be full, but yeah. we got interrupted before it completed, and you transformed. So that's right. That's right. I, so I don't you, know how that would ultimately work. The, you, technically, the spell was on you the entire time. Yeah. You would revert back to... When you revert back to human form, you are, you are as you remember yourself, baby hand included. Okay. So I'm, I'm not... Okay, that's good to but know. But does he have a penis? <laughs> no. Good call. Oh. I mean, oh. it's worth asking. It yeah. does regenerate limbs. <laughs> All important penile limb. <laughs> I think right. something terrible happened with that. That's why it won't regenerate. <laughs> yeah, it's not. <laughs> we haven't heard the whole story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's more to that, I think. Um, <laughs> it, it, got, it came into contact with the globe. <laughs> I want to uh, find the very bed that would, it was kicked under while we're there. <laughs> turns out that's the uh, principal's phylactery. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's like Voldemort. Yeah. Yep. The philastery. <laughs> philastery. Yeah. Wait. What's the philixtery? Isn't there a word for the phylactery period? What's that called? Shaftery. Refractory period? Refractory period. No. Yeah. Well, whatever it is, it's a glowing, awesome magic item you're all going to want when we get there. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> He's like, I don't know what to describe it, but it's awesome. <laughs> I mean, I think you can cast the wish spell with it, right? It's like Rasputin's. 
Yeah, that thing's beast. <laughs> I think it takes the wish spell to restore it. You That's ca- amazing. You cast the wish spell with that. Um, all right, so you guys are just going to go ahead and crash to bed. Uh, you just did, you just did also escape from Pentel Vice, so you're also you haven't had a rest since being from in there. This being uh, just happening directly after you left the uh, the clouds. Oh no, maybe you did. You rested before you left. I think right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we did. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, then never mind what I just said. Uh, yes. Yeah, so are we all taking rests at this point? Yeah. Since Nash and I are sharing a room, it's like hanging out with, you know, the sleepover kind of style. Like every few seconds that Nash starts to fall asleep, Rel again goes, ah, I was so great, Nash. I was on the <laughs> ship just in total darkness and all the lights are out, the sand shifting around in my tub. I jumped off the ship as it exploded, Nash. Hope's well. too deep in sleep to respond, but she tried to get him to shut up if she could. <laughs> I would say I could tell there was something going on over there, but I didn't really get a look at it. That's that's pretty awesome. It's great. I was great. Did you hear what? Uh, did you hear what the what the guy what he said? He said my he says I'm his son. It doesn't matter, Nash. We're literally riding inside someone's dad right now. I, I don't take it too seriously. <laughs> Dads come and go. Heroics are forever. Well, that's a good point, but I don't know. I'm not ready for whatever pressure this is to do whatever I have to do. I don't I don't want to be related to our arch enemy. In the darkness, there's kind of a, a shifting of sand and some spills under the ground as I sit up. Do you miss the catch ball, Nash? <laughs> no, more like... Um, now I have all kinds of questions about the other Nashes. What's the deal? If I'm the only one... Am I his own... Am I, if I'm related to him... Then what are all they? Are they also related to him? Are they different timelines with different versions of Dad? Like now it's all just really confusing. And I'd still kill him if he was here right now. Maybe they're all your brothers. Maybe. I'd sure like to know the answer to that question, though. We may not get it till we go to the solar mines, if we go there at all. We'll go there, Nash. It's going to be great. We're going to win. We're going to do great things. (laughs) Ah, Just like today. (laughs) <laughs> alright we'll get some rest then and uh, you hear a little voice saying did someone turn out the lights <laughs> wait who is that you don't know mm. okay do I hear it too yeah you heard it too although maybe you guys can repeat it I would say, Hello? who is that? Hello, yeah. Who is this? Hedna? Who is this? Who, who are you? Nash? <laughs> it's not me. Another Nash? Who's are speaking? Are you asking me if I'm another Nash? Make, yes. make yourself known. Um. So, with this voice, uh, Nash, as you're lying there, you kind of hear, like, kind of feel this weird heat on your shoulder. 
Okay. Oh, no. Oh, boy. <laughs> Don't tell me the little hand is its own little... <laughs> there's like this sort of wetness, too. Like there's this wetness to the your shoulder as you lie there. It's uncomfortable. I'll see. You still got your cloak on, I'm guessing, and your bandages. Um, is it dark? Yeah, it's dark. You guys have turned out the lights to go to sleep. Hope's told you to shut up like a hundred times. Well, I would instinctually go or instinctually go back there with my hand and feel around like what the hell's going on. All right, you feel back there with your hand and something, something, something with lips bites it. Arr! You take one point of damage. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, you you find there's some sort of mouth on your sh- in your shoulder. A mouse on my shoulder. Mouth. Oh, mouth. Oh, it's you built in. You can just feel it. You feel lips and teeth, and it bites your finger. Built into my shoulder. I can tell that it's built in. You just you can just feel it. You haven't looked yet. Ah, shit. We have a mirror or anything in here? Um. Yeah, there's a mirror. All right. I would light. I'd, I'd whip out a little gross potato peel in my pocket and light it. <laughs> yeah. And then I would try to get up to the mirror and look at it like I'm looking for a, ma- a bad zit or something. Yeah, you sort of like pull your shirt open to see like what you can see. And as you look in there, you see an eyeball and a mouth. And it looks at you and goes, Ugh! I'll some say. hairs growing where the nose is probably supposed to be. I'll say, who, wh- what is this? Wh- what is what trickery? What, who did this? Well, well you I tell can... me what is this? Where the hell am I? Who? Are, what's your name? Uh, what's a name? <laughs> Great. He's another Nash, but he's stupid. Am I a Nash? I'd say I'm Nash Magard of the Solar Mines. Now it's your turn. What are you? Who are you? I don't... I don't know. I'm hungry, though. Well, here, and I'll give him a, another vegetable peeling. Alright, thanks. Uh, can you do me a favor? It depends on what it is. Just when you're feeling around it near my mouth, like just don't poke my eye. It hurts. <laughs> Wait, you have an eye? Yeah, look. <laughs> okay, and I'll look in the mirror closer. I see an yeah, eye. You pull the shirt open, and you see a growing out of your shoulder. This is on the opposite hand of your baby hand. It's on okay. the other side. Okay. There's a mouth with like four teeth and an eyeball, and it blinks and looks right at you, and you kind of look down at it, and it looks at you. I'll say, is are you another... I need to know what you are. I don't know. I think I've only been alive for like a few minutes. How'd you learn how to speak? I don't know what I am. I don't know. Do you know anything about why, what, what this is, where you are, who I am? Uh, no. Do you know what I am? (laughs) I have no idea. I'm Nash Magard of the Solar Mines, and I was just reconstituted not long ago, and I have a feeling this is a side effect of that. It's nice to meet you, Nash. (laughs) I wish I could tell you who I am. So you can't or you won't? I think I'm just an eyeball and a mouth. <laughs> Do I even get to be a, a thing? Well, if you have your own brain, because I don't feel you inside of my head. How do you know if you have one of those? 
Well, if you think therefore you are is a book I read once. Tell tell me about this book. Well, it was a long time ago. It doesn't matter. The point is, uh, it tried to help explain that if you want to know if you're real, you just have to know that by the sheer question of asking if you're real, that proves you're real. Yeah, you're way ahead of me. What's a book? (laughs) (laughs) Well, the, the ancients used to take their thoughts and comments and stories and things and they'd write them down or they'd put them down on what was called paper. Have you ever seen paper? Are you my dad? Have you ever seen Waterworld? No, <laughs> I'm not your dad. I don't think you're I don't think we're related. I think you're just <laughs> part of me. That <laughs> do his own body. I don't think we're related. <laughs> I can't see any way we're connected, you and me. <laughs> I'm a little confused about what this is, but um, it's nice to meet you, I guess. We need to talk to the wizards here and see what this is about. I, I, okay. I've i got all kinds of sorcerer powers, but I can't tell what this is. I'm vaguely aware I need to eat something, but I'm not sure what that means. I'm here, and I'll give him a handful of those pe- peelings. This is highly unpleasant. He says after chewing <laughs> it a little bit. That's okay. It's what I've got. It's what I eat. Eat it. All right. Well, I guess that's it for me. <laughs> what, are you going to sleep? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I need to sleep, so why don't we try to sleep together in a platonic okay. way? That, that's where we close our eyes. Yeah. You close your eyes and lie lie there. Yeah, and lie there for a bit. And then hopefully you'll drift off and then you won't even know you were there until you wake up the next day. All right. And the eye closes. You can feel it closing your shoulder and the speech, no more speech comes from your shoulder. And I have no control, motor control over any of it, right? Uh, Well, if you'd like to role play in my place, you're free to do so. No, no. I kind of prefer it being this weird second entity. Sure. So that's fine. All right. Well, then I'll try to sleep if that thing's asleep. Sure. And as you begin to drift off to sleep again and Varel thinks about the glory of the day, you hear, I'm terrified, coming from your shoulder. Then you drift off into sleep. Oh. Stanley, you're not with the rest of the group. Because you have your own captain's quarters. (laughs) And you hear, as you, by candlelight, uh, contemplate, I don't know, would you be having a drink, spirits of some kind from the day? Anything? No, I, I think Stanley would be uh, pretty well spent from the day's activities, so he would just be—he'd just be resting, maybe deep in thought, but not. Uh, There's a know, knock not at your door. Uh, enter. The room open. The door opens, and um, Tungsten Wheel is there. He looks pale, and frightful. Uh, Tungsten, what can I do for you? Stanley, you must come see Union. Okay. I'll follow him. Yeah, so you guys walk together. He he, he steps to your side and says, You must do what you can to make her last moments means something 
so she can pass between worlds in peace. What do you mean last moment? She was fine last time I checked on her. The fighting... The fighting moved below decks. Although she was not well enough yet to continue on in the battle. She took a fatal blow. I haven't been able to heal her. Neither has a doctor. Very few aboard our flesh fighting the Hell Knights has damaged her, her beyond the capability of our medicine unless there's something you can do. I mean, I'm certainly willing to try. Stanley will move with more urgency. Head down there. Okay, you head down to Dr. Um, I believe it's Sales. Uh, let me get the... Uh... What happened to the kid? Didn't we get a kid who was also a doctor? No, you got... Oh, it was Dungle yeah, Star's did. assistant. Um, yeah. I have to... Re- I, I'm just dreading this. I meant to look up his name, and I'm like, where? I must have wrote that somewhere. Yeah, the boy who was the helper. Uh, Twaddle. Yeah. Twaddle Gupsmoss. And he, you assigned him as the surgeon's assistant. That's right. Yeah. All right, so you make your way down uh, to... You make your way down to the... Um, Yeah, Dr. Daffodil's office. So you make your way down below the hold, and you enter into the room, and you see it lying on one of the uh, stretch beds. Um, Union Wheel is there, uh, with the cavity of her chest mostly opened up, her lungs pulled out onto either side, magic holding pieces of her body in place. Dr. Daffodil's sort of there, with her hands up, concentrating, trying to keep her alive. Uh, can I do a medicine check to see if I can figure out why healing magic and things like that wouldn't be working on her? Mm-hmm. You can. A 26. You've come a long way since you tried to pretend to be a doctor in the waist, son. Yeah, <laughs> that, way, that one year was well spent in Tiacon. Yeah, so... Um, as you examine her, you see that she's suffered a massive fracture to her spinal cord, which blew out most of her chest. Um, she's, uh, you know, beyond getting a normal cut or even an amputation, a lot of her innards have been um, just like just was knocked out completely by by some major force to the back, and her nose and mouth are bleeding, and she lies with her with her internal organs mostly like either levitating loosely up into the air and, and from Dr. Daffodil's magic as she tries to keep her alive. But the, this she turns is... to you quickly and she says, her life signs are failing. The damage is too great. It's beyond even the possibility of magic to recover. No, I, I refuse to believe that. I could take care of this. I just... After the day, I don't think I'm... Is there anything you can do to buy time? I just... Tomorrow, I can take care of Hope. I can take care of her. I can take care of everybody. I just need more time. I just need to rest. Tungsten grabs your arm and and takes you to the side for a bit and says, You are the Sileli Prime, and it speaks well of you, for you want to save my niece... 
we can't be focused on one or two elves to the detriment of our greater goal. And do you have a... We have tried everything we can this evening. If you have something that you can do, please do it. But if not, I ask, do not prolong her suffering. Bless her soul and let her pass to a better place. The Feywild. Her life is not over. She simply sails on to a new beginning. I have watched too many things fall apart and die to get such a defeatist attitude. I'm not going to accept it. Where's the brig? Um, it's on the main floor, I believe. Someone show me to it. Tugs and pokes his head out, and he, he, he motions to a crewman and says, The Sileli Prime would like to know where the, where the brig is. It will take you. But he grabs your arm and he says, Sileli, I implore you. Death is not the end that humans and the other races think it is, not for elves. One of the hardest things we learn is to say goodbye. Yeah, well, there's not enough of us to just be casual about losing more of our kind. Stanley will go off to the brig. He bows before you, and you leave for the brig. And as you leave the brig, you hear Union's voice call out a word. Yeah. Forel. Alright, I'm gonna go to the brig. Mm-hmm. When the door opens, you, uh, Dr. Coat Spider. <laughs> so, <laughs> Georges looks at you and he says, Georges? No, Georges! Georges. Um, and then he turns and he places a hand on the side of the ship and the door appears. He says, Georges, Georges. He opens up the, he opens up the door and you see, um, Mysterious business, lying still unconscious on the ground, tied up in rope, as well as Dr. Spider, who's managed to shimmy his way out of his ropes and is just hanging out in the prison. A pool of as ropes I, on the ground. As I pull back a string and a needle, I look over my shoulder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you expressed an interest in working together. I did, yes. Uh, Dr. Spider... At your service. Did your parents name you that, or was that a moniker you took upon yourself? Some find it more calming. Uh, first name, perhaps, a strand. Spider. S-P-Y, and I kind of button up my coat. D-E-R, Spider. Well, you have an opportunity to prove that you were serious in the offer. I need you to come up and look at a patient. I'd like her taken care of and healed to the best of your ability. If you succeed in doing this, you will have earned our trust and favor. If not, we can throw you right off the side of this ship. Uh, Indeed, that might not be preferable. Uh, Might I uh, counter-offer for my own benefit? Go ahead. If I can succeed in helping your companion, I can have access to my uh, baby. (laughs) 
you know, babies that the uh, that the weapon I saw you using during the fight. A weapon is such a harsh word. A more of a celesty pack, uh, baby X one zero. My healing implements, if you will. If it is what you need, we will get it for you. Somebody go retrieve this baby. Very good. Ah, after you, unless, of course, uh, you demand the irons. Uh, I am more than capable of dealing with a rogue spider, but you can go ahead. Very good. Where am I going? Uh, I'll have, <laughs> have them guide him back up. <laughs> All right, so you, you lead him with a, a few of the ghost pirate elves guard back down a floor to Dr. Daffodil's office. And there um, she continues to uh, prolong Union's life. Oh dear, this is quite a mess. Yes, the issue is healing magic, as I'm sure you are aware, requires something to stitch back together. If the damage is too severe, it is going to require greater magic or greater effort. Uh, I'm capable of such feats, but unfortunately I doubt within the time limit that she has. Is there anything you can do? Hmm... This is quite beyond the capabilities of what I see here. I do have means to transport her to my, uh, laboratory. Uh, I do not think we're going to let you go running off to a laboratory from God knows where. A hell is where I beckon from. I didn't want to assume, but I'm not surprised. <laughs> So, you're telling me there's nothing that can be done for her. I'll do a medicine check, and I'll head around the room. As I do, I will pull into the air like the fairy godmother before me and weave down into the air a scalpel and catch it as it falls into my hand as my packed implement. Mm -hmm. Give it a couple spins around my fingers like, you know, bored at a meeting. <laughs> I'll make a medicine check. It's <laughs> <laughs> the best medicine check I've ever heard declared. This character 14. character can never die, by the way. He has to live forever. He's the best. What did you say? I just a said 14. This. Oh, sorry. A 14. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. You're cool too, Scott. I, just I thought you were talking to me. Sorry. <laughs> um, so, uh, in your assessment, there's a lot of uh, meat to reassemble. It's a, take, a, take like 10 jigsaw puzzles. And mix them all together and still try to do the puzzle. That's kind of what we're looking at here. Fortunately for you, you don't have a measly two hands. You do have six hands. And this is going to be a six hands job, you think. Um, it's almost an interesting puzzle, you know? To put a creature back together when it's in so many pieces yet still alive. Uh, there's, a, there's a sort of a, a, an intellectual uh, fascination to this. Uh, so, in your head, doable, but will require your full attention um, to accomplish. And and your BB implement. You will need all of the tools you can get at your disposal. All right. And I crack my fingers and crack my fingers and crack my fingers. 
Uh, this needs moving, and I point at the ceiling, and to have the ceiling cleared, I will need to stand there. I will require my baby. I'm going to summon forth my nurse. Uh, please do not be alarmed. I will have eyes on you, everyone. Assist him as he requests. Oh, very well, very well. Ah, Nurse Wilkins, and I summon my spectral companion. <laughs> nurse Wilkins. Nurse, yes, spectral companion, Nurse Wilkins. Amazing. Uh, the servant springs into existence in unoccupied square. Uh, each turn, as a bonus action, I can mentally command them. So I basically have a fetch things, cleaning, mending, folding cloths, fire, lighting, serving food, and pouring wine servant. Hmm. You should get her to pour wine. <laughs> Is there wine? There could be. Perhaps in celebration, then. Yes. <clears throat> and I will skitter onto the ceiling and sort of hover above like a great trap above and uh, with the help of Nurse Wilkins, the baby delivered so I can do healing spells, I will attempt what you require, DM. All right, so this whole thing probably take you about 30 minutes to reassemble a piece where everything where it goes, then 30 minutes to do the stitching of muscle. Uh, so you need a sewing needle and uh, or sewing implement of some kind, maybe a gun that you have. I, I don't know what it looks like um, to stitch uh, the pieces back together. So let's let's get uh, let's, let's get some medicine uh, game going here. I so, would be mm -hmm. assisting, and I am proficient in medicine, so I think that would give him advantage on rolls. Very good. So as it turns out, Doctor Spider, uh, this uh, your captor has some potential in the doctorly arts. He's still an amateur, but uh, you can see with uh, you know four years at the Arachnoidica School of Medicine. Um, this, this this being could have some potential in hell. Uh, all right, get let's get to it. Advantage for your first medicine roll, please. All right. Very good. Right there. Hold that one. Don't let it squirt. <laughs> Twenty-four. Perfect. So you take all the pieces of fractured spine and lay them out together. Um, as you move things, uh, Dr. Daffodil releases the magic so that you're able to set it. Then she repurposes her magic to hold it back into place to prevent bleeding. Um, so spinal cords set, bones are set. Now you've got to like put the lungs and the organs in the right place. So next roll, please. All right. Very good, very good. 21. Yes, uh, you were able to successfully place, uh, you know, the organs where you think they are. There might be a kidney kind of a little higher than it's supposed to be, or maybe the left kidney is where the right kidney is. But for the most part, you're pretty sure you got an alpha biology uh, set up. So it's all kind of laid out now, bones and organs. Uh, now you got to start um, stitching where they've been ripped or poorly disconnected. So um, you'll need the BB. I think you'll need your implement for that to start uh, connecting flesh together. So make your make an attack roll with your your weapon. Oh right, your healing weapon, please. Will this be my healing light kind of business? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it may be designed to do damage, but in this case, you can flip one switch and then it goes from hurting to healing. Yeah, exactly. The healing light is a, a pool of D6s I spend. So I will I will kind of set the gun to heal and have it go on the wound and then uh, not squeamish, are we? And I pull up my abdomen, my buttocks, and from it weave through my sewing needle and 
pull out my own web and begin to. Yeah, that's where the sewing me. material comes from. Your, your thorax. Nice. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Are you still in the ceiling at this point? Oh, yeah. Still on the ceiling. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. <laughs> okay. Make your attack roll, please. And it's with advantage. John is still, or Stanley's still helping you as best. He's like got his hands helping the fat, the, the, yeah. the silk go. Summon the mage hand, a third hand for Stanley to assist with. A 13. Okay, so it's not going great. Uh, too much uh, spider web is there and it's starting to get packed in. And now you've got to cut the additional uh, connecting tissues because, you know, you try to like close the flesh over all the sewings you've done and it's not smooth. It's like she's got all these kinds of bumpies from really the worst imaginable plastic surgery. And you look to Stanley, you're like, this is passable. And he goes, he shakes his head, no. <laughs> <laughs> so now you've got to open her back up and uh, start shaving down your connections you've made uh, to be more professional. Okay, I will uh, flip down my glasses and use ghost gaze so I can see through solid objects to help me with my stitching. Okay. Oh, nice. Uh, that means that gives you whatever advantage it gives you. <laughs> advantage. Excellent. <laughs> it's like basically trying to pack a bag that's too too packed, <laughs> kind of <Yeah>. leaning over. <laughs> with a, <laughs> exactly. With a a fourteen. Okay. Um, so you managed to shave down some, uh, and you get it into a pretty good spot. And as you close the flesh over, um, it looks fine. And you look to Stanley, and Stanley goes. Gives you the yes nod, and um, but as that happens, uh, Daffodil, uh, Doctor Daffodil, yells that she, he, she goes, "I'm losing her," and she begins coughing <coughs> and coughing up blood, and um, uh, y- you can tell that she's starting to go into uh, shock uh, as, as as things there. So now you've got you've got to resolve this uh, health situation. Uh, with her all stitched back together, Stanley will do a, a healing word. Yeah, she's not quite stitched back together yet. She, it's still, oh. it's closable, but it hasn't been closed yet, but she's going into, like, some sort of cardiac arrest or something like that. Maybe a healing spell or, or some sort of option to, yeah, I'll, to I'll, solve it. I'll still cast the healing word. Yeah, we, 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 everyone's so. like, wait, I'm not up on my... Yeah, we're my, not actually uh, car- doctors, my cardiology. <laughs> Everyone's on Wikipedia cardiology. He's like, what do you do? And this happens. Just like you can use magic. We can. Yeah, I'll do healing word uh, heal for seventeen. Is what the roll was. Okay, so uh, the coughing subsides um, as Doctor Spider takes out a handkerchief and cleans around her mouth. Um, she settles back down into, into stableness and she's ready to be sewn up. All right, as I go in for my next so, and these are all melee attacks you were saying, right? The sows? Uh, well, this one you can be, the so, the sows you can do medicine for this one. This is, you know, almost, you can do sleight of hand or medicine. This is, it's like making a dress. It's got, right. the flesh has to be brought together to heal. Pulled taut. 19. All right. Um, so now you, you work more intimately uh, with with your thorax and her body in terms of it, you know you're not making long strands anymore. You're trying to use fresh, tough silk, and you you stitch up all the different pieces of flesh, 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 <laughs> of flesh, and um, 
after you know 10 minutes of doing this the work is done and she just needs to set and heal she shouldn't move for a few weeks and and um uh, to give everything time to heal over and get back to her old self and she'll be as good as new cool i'll blast her with uh 10 d6 healing points oh wait no i can only do max five at a time so five Oh, well, that helps speed up the process completely to the point where the stitchings become gone, right? So the, the, the flesh shields up as if there was never a cut there in the first place, and then you're able to pull the stitchings out and drop them to the floor. Uh, and you, you look back, and um, in the space of about 30 to 40 minutes, you have put this human being that was in 100 pieces back into a one whole living piece. Um, well done. Some uh, record time for you and probably one of your best pieces of work, Dr. Spider. And there we are. Thank you. I will admit, I don't, I didn't think it could be done. We I will admit you. I was quite, and I'll kind of dab my forehead, uh, quite um, seduced by those kidneys there, but I resisted. <laughs> uh, very good for you going against your nature I would say unfortunately I cannot have you or your allies joining us on the last leg of our journey however we are coming up on a place called Blast Belly Rock it is more or less abandoned at this point but you will find a settlement you will find food, shelter Things you might need. Um, I would advise against continuing your previous pursuits, remembering the uh, ass kicking you were delivered the last time you attempted, and find a new way of taking your evil across the universe than pursuing us. But it's the best offer I can give you. Now, for our goal, we were there to seize hope in the hand, yes? Uh, yeah, you were there to seize hope and to seize the hand. Uh, you have a sense from your examination of her that something was different. You saw her missing hand quite clearly. And you are also aware that you were, this was not, a uh, principal was not involved in your mission in any way. In fact, your last understanding was the principal and Brent were in cahoots. So this seems like very anti Brent kind of development mm -hmm. very well we'll exp uh, expend your hospitality towards us then with this glass belly rock we shall uh, find safety there again I appreciate your efforts now that said I'm not crazy enough to let you stay outside the brig for the night but you will find yeah. enough comfort there I do enjoy stretching my legs. Might I, Eliza? Looking back at the body, fee in addition, a bonus, if you will. <laughs> have a have a talk with Hope before we are deposited on your rock. If she is amenable to it, I wouldn't be opposed to it. We will broach that subject in the morning. Of course, of course. Should you I, ever have a need, and I pull out a card and pass it to Stanley. <laughs> Take the card. What does it say on it? Dr. Spider, malpractice, arachnid award. 
two, three, four, seven. Well, yes, I'll give you a call if we need you. Organ trade, upgrades, all those, wink, three eyes. <laughs> and more. Was it this way back to the brig? Yes, just this way. Very good. All right, well done. That was great. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so uh, you returned, uh, Dr. Spider's returned to the brig. Uh, Stanley, um, you know, uh, Tungsten just gives you a look and says, thank you, uh, and nods to you and then returns Dr. Daffodil. No longer has to keep the internal organs together and Tungsten will stay with Union for the night, but she's sleeping. Um, with that said, everyone else is in bed and it's just you up and you've now saved a, another life through your diplomacy um, and medicine. Anything else you'd like to do before you, you turn in for the long rest of the night, Stanley? No, several more spells expended. Stanley is even more exhausted and he uh, he hits the bed and is out. Just goes out like a boom. All right. Eight hours goes by. You can refresh your character sheets and all that business. Um, there's no change to the light except maybe like so there's some, some magical ambiance to the rooms that make you feel it's a little more daytime and everyone's eyes open about the same time in the morning. Um, there's a knock on the door uh, for the for the three of you, and nobody gets it, so it just opens. And gorgeous Georges comes in with uh, ration elven rations for everyone, displayed out on a beautiful you know there's meats and, and nuts and, and vegetables all splayed out, and cups of uh, elven coffee uh, in them. And he leaves the trays next to each of your beds and goes, Georges, Georges. And he's singing, Georges, Georges. And then he walks out of the room. Uh, but you guys are all fully woken to his terrible singing. Hope will make some loud sniffing noises and slowly open her eyes. And she will go over and she will bite into the food and taste the coffee like she hasn't actually eaten or drinking anything in a long time. It's full flavored. She'll shed a few tears and just eat and drink the coffee. It's a beautiful day for Hope. <laughs> She's like, I can live again. I can taste again. Not good. I didn't realize exactly what the arm had done. But yeah, it's good. You hear a voice in your ear, Scott. It goes, what's a George's? I would go, ah! <laughs> Hope will jump a little. I would go, oh, I thought you were a bad dream. I totally forgot. And I'll look over at Hope and go, look at this. Look at this. And I'll show her. Pull shirt. <laughs> Hope will try not to spit out her coffee and swallow it. Uh, what, Nish? What is that? I don't know. It just yesterday started talking to me. Apparently, I got a sentient thing growing out of me here, and I don't know if it's from the regeneration or something happened over there and with the, the chromie fight or what happened, but it's just look at it. It's another mouth to feed, too. It gets hungry. It's with a full mouth, huh? That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. It is gross. But I don't know what to do about it. For now, he just I guess he's here, and I'll pull my shirt back kind of over it. 
Yeah, and as, as, just as you're about to close it, you hear, hi, everyone, as the eye opens and then is immediately covered. <laughs> it was so nice to see. I, I don't even... Uh, you, we need a name for you. Do you have a name? Uh, I think I understand what a name is, but I'm not sure. It's That's like a, th- a thing you, 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 you say to someone before you're going to say something else. That's what you're called. Yeah, identify you by. Like, I'm Nash, that's Hope, that's Pharrell. So what do we call you when we see you? Uh, Maybe call me Georges? (laughs) No, that's the other guy's name. You just heard that in passing. You don't take other people's names. You need to have one of your own. You know what? I'll give you one. Okay? Okay, no one's ever given me anything before. I'm going to call you... um, I'm going to call you Sprout because you're sprouting from me. Sprout. Yeah. Hmm. All right. You'll take it, huh? Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. I am Sprout. Indeed. It's nice to meet you, Sprout. I am Sprout. You hear coming from his clothes. No, we know. We know you're Sprout. We'll we'll call on you and we need you. Oh, okay. And I'll take some of the food they brought us, like a grape or something, and hand it, you know, give it to his little mouth. Just like feed your mouth in there like this. Oh, you're smacking. Oh my God, what is this? (laughs) This is delicious. It's really good. It's called a grape. This is way better than whatever you put in my mouth last night. Those were just peelings. These are grapes. They are very good. And can my other hand reach it? The little yeah, hand? Yeah, yeah. Your baby hand can reach over. Okay. I'm going to have the baby hand go over because I can control that and just put his finger, his index finger to its lips and go, shh. <laughs> so, I, will, I will spit my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> As I kind of hold it with my one finger because I love coffee. That. <laughs> Not the same one. You've got three people. Two. two. How many people are in there? Only two. This the hand's always been just a extra appendage, but this is a new entity. It's got its own life, and I don't know what to do with it yet. I don't even know Why? where it came from. It doesn't know either. It talks like me, but I don't. I don't think it has any idea where he's from. Absolutely vile. <laughs> I I agree. I didn't ask for this. Maybe it was something with the transformation back from Dragon this time or something. I don't know. What's a Dragon? (laughs) My underwear DNA uh, malfunctioning. I have no idea. Quiet you, I'll say. All right. It it listens to you. It it trusts you. You're the only person it knows, uh, and it's attached to you, and it obeys your commands. I'll say just keep keep it quiet. We'll figure out what's going on. You're safe. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna get a knife and try to carve you out of me or anything. You're fine. I trust you. Okay, here's another grape. I'll give him a big fat grape. Okay. There's this like yummy chewing happening underneath your shirt. And, like you can see Nash's shoulder moving a little bit. It's like there's just like, Hope mm. pours the grapes on her plate back onto the main plate and takes some other food. I really like these grapes. They're great. You have them. 
Well, I, I need help. Nash, I need help getting them to eat them. I can't eat them on my own. Oh, okay. I'll eat. Oh, you mean getting them to his mouth or eating them in general? Yeah, he doesn't have a hand of his own, so oh. you've got to feed him. All right, the little hand will do that job. I'll I'll put a plate kind of near where I'm leaning and let the hand do it. Okay. Yeah, maybe you put some in your hood and then he can pick them out of his <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, that just happens in the back room. <laughs> back background. I have decided to have breakfast with Stanley. Then <laughs> <laughs> I head out. I don't blame you, I'd say, as he, as he goes out. All right. So um, this morning, uh, Varel, Stanley does a knock on your door. Varel comes in to have breakfast with you. Uh, Hope, do you follow as well, or are you going to stay with Nash? She'll stay with Nash. Oh, right. She's weirded out, but she's not. You know, there have been weirder things. All right. So you, go, you guys all have your breakfast, and then at some point you're probably all going to reconvene together. Uh, I'm, I'm maybe Stanley's gonna call down and say, "Hey guys, let's get together" or something like that. But... Yeah, I mean, I think Stanley would entertain Varel for for a bit, but there would definitely be a curiosity of, I'm, I mean, we could go down there with everybody. And when Varel told him what was going on, there would be a, "Well, I have to see this. I have oh, to okay. know." So <laughs> I, before I think, or after well, breakfast, you bring your breakfast down. No, post breakfast, uh, Stanley would make his way in. All right, Stanley uh, and Varel show up again after you guys are all done eating into the into the like the your your large room in the show. Uh, hey, everybody, Nash. Um, heard a rumor, little curious, <laughs> that you have another person living inside you again. I'll go. Look at this, and I'll kind of turn in such a way and kind of expose it and go, yep, you heard right. Uh, his name is Sprout. I gave it to him. He doesn't know anything else about himself or his origin. I don't either. The theory right now is either coming back from dragon form or maybe something with our, you know, run-in uh, yesterday. Maybe that was it. We don't know. But he's eating grapes right now and kind of keeping to himself. He seems like he's not uh, a threat. It's crazy because when Varel told me what was going on, I thought this was going to surprise me more than it did. <laughs> and honestly, I'm looking at it, I'm seeing it, and I just have a resounding feeling of, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Great. It doesn't make any sense to me, but I, I take your point. Look, you have a giant hand growing out of your back. Well, a giant baby hand uh, growing out your back, and I don't think that this is the craziest thing I've ever seen you do. So, uh, uh, hello, Sprout. It's good to meet you. Hey there. W- what is your name? Uh, my name is Valir Ornoth, or sometimes people call me Stanley. Val- 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 Valir. Valir Why Ornoth. don't you call me Stanley? Yes. Sta- Stanley. Stanley. That's a lovely name. Why, thank you. Sprout is a, a fantastic name I, that you've chosen for you. Thanks, I just got it today. Yeah. <laughs> Nash gave it to me. Oh, well, that suggests more creativity than I thought he possessed, so is, that's... Stanley, do you know anything about daddies? Uh, a bit. Is Nash what? my daddy? He didn't say. Well, you are a part of him, so I think from a certain point of view, that's probably true. Do I... Do I have... Is there anyone else who Nash is a daddy of? Yeah, he actually has a lot of kids. He can't stop. 
Yeah, the advantages, those are separate from me, though. They're not part of my body the way you are. Whoa, whoa. Maybe one day I could be my own body. Yeah, Nash, don't... He just showed up. Maybe he will be. Maybe. Seems like... Why are you uh, rushing him out? You've had that baby hand for plenty of time. I didn't hear you complaining about that. I just got my body back. Plus, I can control the baby hand or even cut it off. It's my own hand. This is different. This is like having a parasite living with you. No offense. Nash, why What's would a you parasite? say that about your son? It's not a nice thing, and he shouldn't have said it, and he should apologize. <laughs> How is it not nice? Is it because is it it's smelly? No. It's just parasites in a traditional sense or things that attach themselves to other organisms and sometimes kill them or cause other problems and illness. I'm not saying you're doing that. Am I an organism? Is it? <laughs> I'm just saying, oh, man, you don't even know the basic English stuff. Uh, look, it's going to be a long process. The best thing for you to do right now is just eat when you're hungry and not have too much to say otherwise for now while we work okay. this out. You'll be safe, I promise. Okay. <laughs> Nash, we have uh, we have adult business we need to get to today. Why don't you take Sprout for a walk around the ship and let him see some sights? <laughs> Last thing he needs is to be bundled up under your cloak all day. Let him see the world. Okay, but uh, I, don't you need me for plans? No. <laughs> Fine. I'll get up and start walking around, going out of there and just doing a little tour of the ship with my little friend. All right. As he goes, Stanley will turn to Hope and say, all right, I am, we'll say, 85% sure that that is not a result of what I did. (laughs) I bring this up. Because I'm going to attempt the same magic on you, if that's all right. Uh, you know what? I yeah. After what I just lost, do it. All right, and Stanley will cast regenerate on hope. All right. Describe like how the how it. You're not going to resist it, so we don't need to do the saving throw or anything like that. Um. So describe how it grows back, unless Hope wants to describe it. Well, I hope do it. <laughs> oh, it's, I mean, it's your magic, so I didn't want to... Yeah, it's true. It is your magic, Stanley. Yeah, I mean, Stanley would reach down and kind of aim his hand. Let's see, it's verbal, somatic. And yeah, it's got all the things. So, you know, he would, he would channel it through the focus and kind of aim at mostly the arm because she, after a rest, is in, you know, otherwise good health. And that uh, neon pink glow that, you know, represents his magic would kind of reach out and form like kind of a ghostly image of a hand as it moves towards the the stump and then just sort of coalesce to the tip. And then you would just start to see the, the flesh begin to move and wriggle as it starts to grow slowly over a period of I think it's two minutes. got your hand back nice hope we'll look at it and then she'll give Stanley a big hug thank you oh well you're welcome it's been a long time since you've been well 
All of you. Alright, so what's uh, next? If, if for some reason a eyeball and a mouth form in your shoulder, let me know. I might we'll have just to cut it off and try them. again. Yeah, sure, we could do that. <laughs> <laughs> I like how Stanley's like, I'm not sure how that works, but that sounds like letting me off the hook, so we'll <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, great. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Seems good. Oh, uh, one other bit of business that I think I should mention to you all. Um, last night we had a bit of an incident. Union uh, turns out she nearly died during the fight with the uh, demons. And uh, in an act of somewhat desperation, I got our spidery companion out of the brig to help her. And he was able to and saved her life. In exchange, I've agreed to let uh, the spider, the cow, uh, the charred remains of Squirts, and the other one uh, off at Blast Belly Rock. Uh, Wait. Now he... Who? Squirts. My yeah, manager. The, the little kobold seemed very much like Squirts. The screaming half-robot pirate. Oh, was she a robot? She was half robot when the. I think she was resurrected. Oh, you know what? There's no way Stanley knew that was Squirts. Even here in Tricks, I don't think he would have known. Uh, the little kobold and the other one, uh, whatever the hell he was, uh, <laughs> off at Blast Belly Rock. <laughs> rewind then. <laughs> yeah, rewind. Um, now, the spider did say that uh, he would like to speak with you. Before he departs, Hope, I said that it would be your call in that regard. Uh, yeah, I don't think I have anything they could possibly want anymore. And as you say that, a ghost pirate sort of descends from the stairs, looks to you, and says, Oi, Captain! Yes. Crooked Ann Rose told me to tell you that we've arrived at Blast Belly Rock. Um, any commands from the Captain? Uh, no, go ahead and bring us into dock, and, uh, let's get the prisoners and the remains, uh, out of the brig. Um, I... We probably shouldn't let them off if there are still good people on Blast Belly Rock. They uh, will. The spider, at least, will hurt them. At least the spider. <laughs> he's the evil, but he's honest, and he will take their insides. Oh. <laughs> well, he I was so it. helpful and polite, too. Um, all right. Well, we will find out. I think, I think all the dwarves said they were getting out of here and taking that other ship with them, but we can certainly check and make sure that the place is uh, abandoned. All right. Captain says to pull in the ship and get the prisoners to the deck. Oh, move it! And then the, the ghost pirates mill around and begin getting things prepped. After a few mimics, uh, mimics, uh, after a few mimic, mimics, after a few minutes. Oh no, mimics! Says <laughs> Stanley runs and jumps off the ship. My brain is not working for some reason. Um, uh, after a few minutes, a ghost pirate comes down and says, "Oh, right, Captain, we're pulling in, and we've got the prisoners up on the dock. Um, 
We also sent, uh, Uncle Seva sent a few men in there, because I mentioned to him that you mentioned we have to make sure the dwarves uh, are, not, are not there, because it might not be safe for them. I know you weren't directly speaking to me about that, so my apologies if I was eavesdropping while you were speaking to your friend. Um, but regardless, the dwarves are not there. Uh, we're all ready for you upstairs. Um, adios. <laughs> nervously walks away. <laughs> Uh, I appreciate the initiative. Uh, thank you. Uh, adios to you as well. Uh, all right, head up, head up on deck. All right, you head up on deck, and and you see, um, you know, tied up, uh, the mysterious business, um, who's looking now, a little drowsy. Well, with the uh, with the DM's uh, discretion, might I have sewn Squirts's and Blood Skunk's head onto the side of mysterious business? Sure, he can't do anything about it. <laughs> and you have, I assume you have the sewing materials in your thorax. Yep. Uh, um, and you could probably could have made needle from bone. So, sure. Yeah. Yep. So, wait. The series is three headed one squirts and one blood skunk. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I have no way to revive them being in a magical chamber, but there would at least be blood in there. Yeah. Systems. So, you've, jimmy, you've jimmied them to Sterius, who's keeping them demonically alive in some way. Uh, so we don't have to get into the actual health sciences of how this actually worked. Um, yes. Uh, are they able to speak? I Because I was in a non-magical chamber, I wouldn't have been able to revive them. In okay. any so there's so, two limp heads. Yeah. Yeah, to yeah. Yeah. He's just like... And the ropes are on pretty tight. I think you could try to break them, but you know you're captured, so... But yeah. They're potentially breakable. Um... But you're aboard the dock. Uh, there's ghost elves with ghostly swords pointed at you. Um, blast belly rock, uh, this dead husk of asteroid with a dwarven city built into the side um, with no lights or electricity of any kind um, is is before you, between is on the other side of the wharf, which is between you and the city of Burp. Um, the abandoned city of Burp. Uh, the crew moves up and Stanley, you notice sort of up there with large bandage around her chest, uh, Union, uh, with um, crutches, walks to your side and stands next to you, assuming her post b- beside you. And while well, there's a glint of appreciation in her eyes, she says nothing, maintaining the, the silent dignity of her post. Seeing that that was how she felt, Stanley would just kind of give a little nod and let her let her do her her what she feels is her duty in this circumstance. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Uh, this here, this lovely place, is Blast Belly Rock, and it is the best we can do for the two and... however many... the two of you and friends. Uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, leave you here. You should be able to find food, shelter, anything you might need. But I will reiterate my recommendation. If your employer or anybody else sends you back after us, take a look and see what that got you last time and maybe rethink it. Hope if you would like to speak with them, they're all yours at this point. Uh, yeah, anything before you go? Not for me. 
Stanley will turn and kind of head back on deck. Cool, and hope we'll face Dr. Spider in serious business. You look well, Hope. Feeling all right? Uh, yes, actually, a lot better. I didn't realize it was so bad. So bad. That's a shame you thought so ill of your more perfected self. So, that's it then? Yes, yeah, so this place looks quite lovely. I'll set up shop here. Well, it was... Nice getting to meet you, both of you. You're very interesting. And we had some adventures. You're too kind. Uh, perhaps a message for Brent. Should I see him soon? Um... That I appreciated his hospitality. And that should he want the necklace or the ring back, I can find a way to send it back to him. Uh, perhaps, uh, just sweeten the deal while I'm here. Uh, pass them to me. I shall hand deliver them myself. As he says that, you get the sense that the <laughs> items are losing their power, regardless. Okay, so getting that feeling... Hope would shrug, because in the end, you know, if they come back, they come back. If they don't, they don't. If they get the items, he gets the items. She wouldn't have them anymore, and it would be on Dr. Spider. So she would nod in agreement and hand them over. Oh, perfect. Right there, the pocket protector, if you would. Of course. Very good. Quite tied up at the moment. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> tied up. Cool, well, she'll put it in the pocket very securely, and then she'll back away and look back at Stanley. All right, cut him loose. Vrell has been mmming at a charred half-robot head. I would like to make a perception roll to discern anything from someone I spent half a year with. <laughs> a half-robot head. Yeah, if I, I, would Varel even recognize Squirtz's limp, dead, half-robot head hanging off the uh, serious make, make an insight. Yeah, let's make an insight roll then, or uh, perception or insight, whichever you prefer. I think it would have to do more with insight, because there's disguise involved. Okay. Oh, yeah. Six. You find yourself wondering what happened to that manager of yours. Is this the same, uh, self-same kobold? that you met perhaps it isn't yeah i it buried her be. in the desert and even if it were would it really be the same one given the nature of the creatures you're meeting today you think about how i miss uh rock'em sock'em what, <laughs> uh, M, uh, married, married at, at fighting at M sports M sports, M sports. yeah uh, perhaps there'll be another day. You do have a rival in uh, the, the Mind Master, Gerbkin Shartlinger out there, who's thinking about you. You know because that's what caused the uh, uh, the downing of Elhandar was his spite for you. He sent an entire the entire Asphyxian army across the galaxy to hunt you. And um, 
So you know there's someone, you're on someone's mind out there living rent-free. And there, there, <laughs> there, there's a, and there's like a, you know, an open question that one of these days might get resolved. And, and uh, Squirts had a part to play in all that. But there's a new Squirts. His name's Chunks, and he'll, he'll be part of the new world, perhaps. Um, on, on this note, uh, uh, oh no, hang on, I'll let you guys wrap up. So does, does, is there a somber departure for the spider and, and, and three-headed uh, business as they leave? Uh, Sterius would just turn once they were kind of out of earshot and go, uh, Doc, you, you, uh, you're gonna get rid of these extra heads because, uh, they gotta sort of shimmies and make them wiggle a little bit. I don't really think they gel with my whole vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Nonsense, dear. You'd be unstoppable. Ranged at your side, cleric on your shoulder. Surely an invincible force when I'm done. Well, I guess that, you know, that makes a lot of sense, actually. <laughs> and I have thought it'd be handy to be able to do a little bit of that magic business. Very good. But I'm gonna need, like, maybe a whole barrel full of arrows. I'm sure we could acquire those. Uh, shall we call you Sterius Blood Squirts? <laughs> I love it. People will think he's gonna seriously make Blood Squirt out of me when I've messed with him. It'll strike fear into everybody I meet. Thank you. Doc, this is a great name. A pleasure. A pleasure. A ta-ta, boat people. Goodbye. Yeah, Georges! As you yell out to the to the boat, and I look forward to meeting Sterius Blood Squirks in Elden Ring too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and with that, uh, the ship uh, undocks, and Uncle Sever sidles up to you and says, Oh, we survived that one, Stanley. Good play to you on that. It was a close one. And we got a right bone to pick with that silver... F silver fecker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, we do. And I think we're going to have the opportunity. But first, let's... Uh, let's save our planet. Well, there was one thing before we head back. Uh, we've forgotten, but you told me to remind you. Um, we got a stop by Planet Nash on the way back and pick up an army of Nashes. Yeah. Is that still on the docket? <laughs> Do I think it's a good idea, but... Hold on. Team, bring it in. Huddle. Nash isn't here at the moment. He's still walking around the ship. Yeah. Realistically, do we have to stop at Planet Nash first? <laughs> Well, don't we still need that ingredient? Yeah, what... Glopscorp. Tungsten, what is the status on the ingredient? How long is it going to take to make this thing? Should we go straight back to Mars, or should we do a, a side stop first? Well, I've got the glops. I've got the Glopscorp on me, if that's what oh, you're Oh, that's right. For. He had it hidden somewhere. We don't... We don't exactly know where it was hidden, but he kept it hidden. Um... It's a bit indelicate. I don't want to talk about it. It's all right. It's fine. It's a it's a it's, it's a private dimension of some kind. <laughs> it's a magic thing. I don't want to get into it. It's private. 
How do you mean? Um, <laughs> just that there's magician, wizards, magicians, mages can conjure up portals to other dimensions, including micro dimensions, um, in sometimes not the most polite of places. That's a little personal on a person. Uh, oh, I mean. like the necklace of fireballs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't know that one, but yes, that is uh, that is a good that is an an example. Not where I think he did it, but it's an example. I'll, I'll lean uh, close to him. You are not well. <laughs> oh, hello. You should remove it. Prison will do that to you. Perhaps I should remove it now. Um, if you excuse me, please. I need uh, wait, wait before you go. Do you? Do you, is it going to take a while to get started? Should we drop you off first and then go to Planet No, Nash no, no. Or... It, won't, it won't take long at all. And if I have difficulty extracting it, I'm sure the uh, Dungle no. Stars maintain uh, my tools. In, then... that, in that case, let's let's get you to Mars first before you try taking it out. Do we need the spider for this? Uh, there's no danger no. to my person. If I have any difficulty, I will wait till we arrive to Mars and Dungle Star can assist me with some of the tools we have in the workshop. All right. We're going to do Mars first, then we'll go to Planet Nash <laughs> and we'll get all the Nashes. Yes. Okay. I foresee that if we get so many sons in front of Nash's father, who is more Nash than him, being his father, he will be so overwhelmed with fatherhood he will surely collapse. Well, you know, I think that's uh, that's a good thought, but I've, I'm also seeing how Nash is dealing with Sprout, and I'm thinking maybe care of one's offspring doesn't run in their family very well. <laughs> and you guys all look over to look at Nash, and Nash is dropping food peelings into the mouth. I thought I was walking. Wasn't I walking? Yeah, you're walking, but you're kind of playing with it. I, I, I'm imagining. You tell me what you're doing. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm not walk around. Back. But, yeah. They all turn to look at you, and you're on the dock outside of earshot, and what are you doing with your uh, shoulder mouth? Um, <laughs> um, he's going, ah, like this, and I'm trying to look <laughs> down in it. I'm trying to see <laughs> like go. where it goes. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know how it connects to me. Like, am I going to have to take a bigger poop because he's part of me now? Or, like, what's the deal? Is he connected to my digestive system? Does he have his own? Yeah. Like, I got yeah, questions. So these, you hear him saying these questions. They float over the air to you where you are. <laughs> am I going to have bigger poops now? <laughs> uh, okay. And he so, wonders why he's died twice. Yeah. <laughs> uh anyway, let's uh let's depart from Mars. That's gonna be the next stop. Alright then. And with that, you relay the instructions to Hope, who Hope's already feeling back at it in spite of her uh, another brush with death uh, goes to walk to Crooked Hand Row. Stanley, uh, your uncle stands beh- beside behind you and to your side as you step to the front of the ship and like put a boot up and stare uh stare off into space uh, all captainly style with uncle sever by your side uh nash you're look up you're peering down your shoulder hole to see how far it goes and uh, varel you find yourself somewhat feeling isolated since you've been in space the terrain has been different and uh you've been as glorious as ever but there's just there's something about the connection of all this human endeavor that's left you feeling like um you're off track just a little bit in the spirit and you stand alone and as you 
looking or lost in contemplation of these thoughts, uh, Union stands before you and approaches you with uh, in her um, stilts, not stilts. What's the wrong word? <laughs> what do they call this thing? Oh, I'm feeling so much better. Crutches, 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 yeah. crutches. <laughs> and look how much taller I am now, bro. <laughs> she approaches you. She approaches you. Like, let's get back to the mood. Uh, she approaches you in her crutches and 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 looks uh, just looks to you, locks eyes with you without saying anything. And she reaches out a hand for you to take. I'll take it. All right. She says nothing and looks at you in your eyes. And you say nothing and reach out the hand and she holds it. And the strange ritual, you're holding hands as the ship moves out of sight and a tear in void space opens up and the ship blasts through it, headed for Mars. Roll credits. That's it for the Nice. Nice. Perfect little place to end it. I love it. That was awesome. A nice little ending. Yeah, that was really good. Well, if you were like on pins and needles today, just imagine the needles and pins you'll be on next week when you find out where things go next. Because we got problems, man. I think I might <laughs> be... Ju- already planning what to do with this whole... Yeah, That's why you can see I got, that. I got, <laughs> Wait, you'll find out what happens next week. It's going to be wild, yo. I, I'm, I've been called Jesus today. I've got a new hole that I can fiddle with uh and there's other things going on and uh it's gonna get real weird so next week you're gonna want to tune in for more and find out where all this goes in the meantime if you like this show and you want to support it you can do that at our website there will be dungeons.com get the show always commercial free get the show always with extra content every month if you sign up today so go check it out at there will be dungeons.com there be dungeons on twitter that's when you can find out when we go live and check us out most Saturdays at 2 p.m. Mountain Time when we start this show live at frogpants.tv. Oh, why'd that play? Sorry, that wasn't <laughs> supposed to happen. Hit the key, didn't mean to. Anyway, that's it. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Kyle, for Kristen, for John, and for Bo. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. There you go.